This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Married at First Sight Wrap Up. I'm Asia, and I'm here to talk about uh, singles at first sight, uh, friends at first, no, married at first sight. And I'm here, as always, with my awesome co-host, Jason. Jason, how are you? Asia, I'm great. Um, Listen, I love the experience of talking uh, married at first sight. I really love our listeners. But like, I just want to know if there's a way that I can do the show without you. Mm. Um, like maybe we can split up the season. Like, you know, you do half of the rest of the season and I take the second half. What do you think? Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing of this, uh, this strategy. So um, I, I'm glad you said that because I've been wanting to let you know, I, I really don't like the way you just sit there, like with the headphones in your ears, just sitting there in front of that mic. Like, I really wish our listeners could see that because just, I mean, just look, look at him. Look, I mean, right? I'm glad I'm not here alone to see this, right? Like, we have an amazing <laughs> guest who, who is witnessing this. <laughs> and it's a great friend of the podcast. Um, we have the wonderful Mari Forth. Mari, how are you doing? Yes, uh, baby boy Bryce tagged me in. So I'm here. <laughs> I have been summoned. Uh, yeah, I, I, for one, think you guys should just talk off, off podcast, Mm. maybe, you know, instead of in front of me and everybody. So maybe you can kind of just settle that. Well, Angel never wants to talk, you know, off, off, uh, off mic. So, you know, I try, (laughs) but she doesn't, she doesn't ever interact with me off microphone. I just never like how that, where the conversation's going. I don't know. I don't know. I get the feeling that we're off microphone. She's talking to Rob about how awful I am, how much she hates me. Like I don't know. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We. I mean, we just explained Chris and Alyssa's entire segment. Yeah. <laughs> no need to run through it. Not at all. Uh, but like we said, we are here to talk about Married at First Sight, season fourteen, episode six. Um, man, what an what an episode. Woo! I'm glad I'm here because <laughs> that was crazy. I, I, wow. And I can't believe the episode six and we are just getting out of the honeymoon. Like <laughs> barely. barely. Right. <laughs> almost half, almost half the season is going to be spent on the weddings and honeymoon. Like <laughs> lifetime is like stretch like, yes. as much as possible. They did not listen to us. We did not want more episodes in this phase. <laughs> 
Woman less. Um, but uh, yes, this was a good one. This was definitely a good one. So I'm so glad uh, here to break it down with you too. Yes. So I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad to have you here, especially just to get your overall thoughts, even on, you know, even on some of the couples we didn't really get that deep into this episode. Um, but yes, we'll, we'll definitely get into all of that. And speaking of Mari, thank you for giving us some listeners. I want to highlight a five star review <laughs> that we have. Uh, so we have one from Gina Boo. Uh, it's the subject is I love it here. Uh, First, I have to shout out Mari for introducing me to this podcast and Married at First Sight eight years ago. Asia and Jason do a fantastic job. I love the energy y'all created on this pod. And I love that y'all even watch the after party because I am not staying up to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> 10, 10 out of 10 do recommend. So thank you so much for that five star rating. Yeah, shout out to Gigi. We we both got each other into Married at First Sight. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her either. Uh, well, Mari, and I got her hooked on the podcast. Mari, you're okay. quite you're quite the recruiter. Yeah, because you yeah. actually got you and Asia actually got me into Married at First Sight. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, oh, 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 so many years ago. Right. So, so you're quite the recruiter there. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, shout out to her. <laughs> What you got, Jason? Uh, so I want to highlight the review of uh, C, uh, what C E A E M O six. It's titled "Love This Podcast." Uh, Asia and Jason do an awesome job breaking the episodes down, and having Bryce on this week was hilarious. Five stars, highly recommend. Yes, we do love baby boy Bryce Isaac. <laughs> yes. he, he killed it last week. Bryce um, will bring the people. Love to see it. <laughs> he, he did. Uh, it, Bryce was hilarious. Like I could not. I I was. I even like played some parts from my roommate after because she like <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. But I'm like, okay, listen to what Bryce had to say about this. <laughs> so good. We made the best of uh best of our hap last week. Yes. Oh so yeah. Y'all, are, y'all aren't listening a lot. That Rob has started doing a weekly wrap up every week to highlight some of the podcasts all around RHAP, um, and we have been on there twice so far. So definitely Ooh. go check that out if you're it interested does. in what el- right. <laughs> if you're interested in what else is going on around the world of RHAP. Um, but yes, if y'all uh, are enjoying this podcast, you want to hear more of us. Definitely go leave us a five-star rating, leave a review, and we'll shout you out. And at the end of the season, we're going to do something special for a random person who has left us a five-star rating. So go out there, leave those ratings, because we really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, let's dive into it. I mean, it was the Chris and Alyssa show. So <laughs> we we would be doing no justice to any of the other four couples if we started with Chris and Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be so the whole podcast right right so we're gonna go ahead and knock a few of them out of the way before we get to uh the main event um pun intended since we yes. have mari yes with you know how i love to build a card i love to go <laughs> but you always end with the best right so let's go ahead and let's talk through noy and steve so we Honestly, got one <laughs> segment from them this one. week. One. I was looking at my notes like this can't be it, right? I was like, oh no, this is it. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, maybe I like, I put another couple in between some of the part. No, one. So basically, all we had to see from them on this episode was their date. So all of the couples are still on their honeymoons in Puerto Rico, 
and we got to see them each. Uh, well, most of the couples did like a standalone date. Um, and then the, the episode ended with a dinner with all of the couples. So for Steve and Noy, they went to see a waterfall. Um, he is really into the idea of a bunch of adventures with her. And she's really nervous about this because they have to get in the water. He basically teaches her how to float. And before they could fully do it, a, a, a fish bit his toe. Well, when you say do it, you mean they float in the water. Before they could fully well, float uh, in well, the so water. Listen out of context. The agent is giving you more gold. <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out to good friend Matt Scott on Pod Friends who yep. had uh, RHAP out of context on there. Um yeah. so yes, before they could fully float, before he could teach her how to fully float, a fish bit his toe. They had a good <laughs> laugh about it, and they just had a cute date. And that was it. He had the a blast. <laughs> Period. That is Stephen Hoy. That's it. Less than five minutes, folks. I know. I don't think. I think that's history. Like we have never gone through a full couple and under ten before. We're at ten minutes on this podcast. I'm telling Ridiculous. you, it was a cool. It's a quarter of a page of notes. Like not yeah. even a full quarter. But I mean, it was cute. It was very, very romantic. I, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. They are certifiably going to be our boring couple of the season. Like that's Absolutely. that's all it is. And yeah. I am convinced they are already smashing. Good for them. You think so? Yeah, what make, what makes you? What gives you that vibe? Oh, I think so. I think they are. I think they're just very. They're both grown adults who know how to just not say it on camera, <laughs> which is yeah. fine. The concept. Yeah. It's just yeah, a chemistry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's like just their chemistry and the way they interact and the way they mm-hmm. touch. I just, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like Mario, I, I think they they're already have uh, broken the seal, if you will. Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> we gotta be classy here. They've already consummated the marriage. Oh yes, constipated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, okay. So I guess Mari, what are your overall thoughts about them? Like, I know, like you think they'll be our boring couple, but just kind of like their journey thus far. Do you, yeah. you feel optimistic about them? I do. I do like them both. I think they have, they definitely have what it takes to make it. I think Noi is just so open. And I think you guys pointed out like last week or the week before, she's just have this weird innocence about her. Yes. Where she, she wants this to work. She wants him to be Prince Charming. And I feel that Steve is mature enough because he's the oldest husband yeah. here, I think. He's like 30 yeah. Years. Yeah. Where that he can give her everything that she wants. And yeah. You know, we'll talk about it later, but I think they're they'll finally be on the same page when it comes to, you know, um, their feelings for one another. I do think mm-hmm. that was a little quick for her to be throwing away that throwing around the L word. They got it. They were on like day three or something like that. But right. you know, it's not like it scared them off. You know, or yeah. anything like that. So I really like them together. I think they're paired well. Like the only drama that we're going to get from them this season is going to be the whole can Steve get a job? But I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait for for like if we have the finance talk this season because I think mm. we've skipped it to some seasons. If if Steve is like, listen, I don't have a job, but like I had severance from my other job. I work right. freelance, which you know in the tech world, I feel like freelance pays decent money. Yeah, decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, look at their finance. We look, I'm fine. We're fine. Chill out. <laughs> We're Relax. good. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's all gravy. Like it's all good. And I feel like for in this episode, it really highlighted like. She was willing to bend a little bit on like because you know last week it was all about the, I don't want to go camping blah 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 mm. yeah. but I think that she is flexible enough that Steve will be able to get her to come out of her comfort zone 
yeah, and, and have some new experiences. So I don't even think that's going to be a huge deal either. Right. Same. Yeah, I think it's just I think that the the um how how much she likes him, I guess, at this point is is the reason that she is opening up so far. I think it would be different mm-hmm. if she was feeling like unsure and in the job thing. I mean, he seems totally capable of getting a job. I right. don't doubt Steve at all. So um let's let's move on to our ratings. <laughs> What uh, what uh, are you thinking, Jason? Um, I I have no reason to believe that they're not going to make it, mm-hmm. you know, for the rest of their lives together. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, it's a, it's a solid five. For me. Nice. And just as a reminder, this these ratings are one to five. One being that they're definitely going to say no on decision day. Five being that they are definitely going to say yes on decision day. Um, and so. I am. I am also a five. I don't have any reason to doubt. Um, where are you at, Mari? Yeah, it has to be a five. Like at this point, I'm trying to think what could happen that they wouldn't say yes on decision day. And I mean, it's only day five, right, of the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But they have a really strong foundation. It seems like so. I, yeah. I, I can't really see anything like nefarious happening. But then I then again, I thought I thought that about a, a couple of other couples. So yeah. We'll see, but I say five, definitely. Yeah. We saw on the next time on that Noi was crying about not Mm -hmm. wanting to have to worry about money. And I could see that being like, if it is a, if it's time for the experts to come visit, maybe she's talking about, yeah, I feel like it was totally maybe like edited out of context. I don't think that she's all of a sudden concerned and (laughs) just distraught. Noi seems to be easily moved to tears. So, I was just about to say that. You know, I, just, I think I, I think it's a run of the conversation can start and she can break down in tears. So I don't think yeah. like, Noi crying on a preview is not really going to do anything to move me. So you know. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. So that's it for them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> where are we going next, Jason? <laughs> um, let's let's go to somebody else that doesn't have a lot of content this week and uh, move on to uh, Mike and Jasmina. Uh, so we we begin the episode pretty much with them like 
I don't know. They're all hanging out on the balcony in the morning. It's like, you guys seem like to be okay. Right. Yeah. Um, So they go out. The the first footage we get of them for their segment is them hanging out with uh, Elijah Wanakatina. So uh, Jasmina gets, we get the confession from her that she enjoys hanging out with the couples because she don't got no beef for none of them. So (laughs) I wonder if that was like a subtle dig at Mike. Like I got beef with this guy, but I enjoy hanging out with my girls and and the other guy. Mm -hmm. So she's comfortable with that. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so we, I guess we'll talk about a little bit of uh, Elijah and Katina in this segment too. Like we get mm-hmm. the funny like a Katina moment where she's like, "Do you think there are fish in the in the ocean?" <laughs> and Elijah was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think there might be." He's like, "Do I think? No, I don't think. I know." <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was funny. So uh, Katina, yeah. uh, so Katina asks if they can see if uh, if Mike and Jasmine can see why they were matched. Jasmina says they do have a lot of similarities. Have a lot of they have a lot of things in common about how they look at life and, and just their overall viewpoint. Um, but she does, but Mike does say they're both opinionated and speak with conviction, which can get in the way sometimes. Yeah. Both it's, very opinionated. Yeah. It sounds like they were trying to say like, we're great on paper, mm-hmm. but we're having a lot of trouble putting that into play. Like in, in real life. Well, yeah, yeah continues exactly. Like, continues like, you know, they need to just figure out how to get, you know, how to, talk without letting their I guess like what she's trying to say getting letting their egos get in the way and one person doesn't have to be right like you know Uh just you have to talk about things and communicate yeah and they were one of the couples where like during the matchmaking special you could tell they had so many similarities they told us how many similarities they have and it's good to have similarities but when you're then staring across at like Olajuwon and, and Katina who have who are basically different but then have some core similarities that's kind of like what you would envision because it just seems like both Jasmina and Michael are just very inflexible people mm-hmm. and you know that just does not work in a relationship um, like period and, and it feels like for I feel bad for them because you guys were I I, 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 I tweeted you guys I was like uh, y'all were very uh, optimistic for them yeah. <laughs> We were. Yeah. And and it was Gigi who was like who told me episode two, like, I don't think they're gonna make it. I was like, What? Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, believe me. (laughs) But it's 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 very apparent that, you know, Jasmina was called Miss No Nonsense. And I and I think Asia, you may have brought it up on another podcast, but it's like once you see she does seem like once she sees that that flaw, just like him, Mm -hmm. both of them, once you see that one flaw, Mm -hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where she's been at since they had that off-camera fight that we didn't see. And it's really unfortunate because throughout this episode, throughout, I think, the last episode, uh, Mike was really opening up. And I think that it could be something there. But I think I think she, Jasmina, can't get over that off-camera fight. And honestly, from what she told us, I don't know if I want her to get over that mm. off-camera fight, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think this is definitely one of those couples that who would greatly benefit if the expert stepped in right yes. in this very yep. Because it seems right like her, her opinion is a little bit set in stone right now. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the longer it goes by, the harder it's going to be to get her to, to come off that opinion, I think. Exactly. And, and you can tell just by the way, like, when they're t- when they're in segments together and like the way that she looks the way she like yeah. and when he when she's not talking she's mm-hmm. just like she seems she's kind of over it yeah. yeah it's yeah it's the body language Sad. and it's it's 
it's yeah. Okay. Like you said, Mari, the experts need to step in. This is uh-huh. a prime example of the experts needing to intervene. I don't know if they think, oh, it's the honeymoon. We don't want to interrupt the honeymoon. They're having a great time. No, uh-huh. a lot of them are not having a great time because they're having these <laughs> conflicts and it's maybe just ruining like a good to, time. Maybe she was like trying to pinch pennies or something like we can, we can only get you off for a certain amount of episodes. <laughs> right. So we're not going to come I into mean, the honeymoons. We're just going to save you for when they get home. But wasn't Paige and Chris, uh, Paige was allowed to like call Pastor Cal, I think, on the honeymoon when mm-hmm. all that stuff with Chris. Like, I truly think that that they could make it if they got some intervention right this very second. Um, yeah. But I don't want to put it all on Jasmina because I feel like Michael, I mean, he's opening up on camera, but there is mm-hmm. something about him that kind of rings a tad bit false sometimes. Uh, when he's like, oh, God, so how's your relationships doing? You know, and he's yeah. kind of giving these like picture perfect uh, answers on camera. Um, and then for us to, I, I think Jasmina telling us about that off camera fight and how yeah. so stark a difference it is to what he comes off on camera. It's very concerning. Yeah, that's, that's why I was saying, like, I wish I could, I wish we could have seen that fight. Yeah. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, you call somebody aggressive and you look at the situation from that point. I don't want to say that Jasmine is like not lying, but like maybe mm-hmm. she's misunderstanding the way he's coming across. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just from what we've seen, it doesn't seem like Mike has that in him, but he's himself admitted that he can be abrasive and a little aggressive. So it's and, it's definitely unfortunate. And we saw a little bit of it at that that dinner. I mean, because no matter what, he's still claiming that she did something that he did that she didn't do. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah, and his heels are dug in. I almost wanted them two episodes ago, I think it was, to show the re- like if they would show them the replay, mm-hmm. I think that would tell more about their relationship than anything. So yeah. if they run the replay back to both of them and Mike see- sees that Jasmina did not interrupt him, then they could go from there if he like groveled and begged for forgiveness you know what i'm saying like yeah and i just feel that because nobody's run the tape back it's been two days they're still mad uh, jasmine is still mad at that fight michael's putting on a brave face or whatever i just think nothing was going to get resolved and this is something that could have easily been resolved by showing them the tapes or yeah. just having somebody mediate them because it's just it's just really is it's truly truly unfortunate because i think they could be good for each other Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, like we said, we, we don't know who people are off camera. We exactly truly, truly don't. And that's like Jasmina doesn't strike me as a dramatic person. Like she strikes me as right. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened and I'm not going to like she's not Lindsay. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like Jasmina's just t- telling of events is what happened. And it's mm-hmm. it's alarming because it's such a such a difference from what she's seeing on camera, which people can totally turn on and turn off when the camera's on. And and so, yes, like you said, I don't think she should just easily move on. I think that was an eye opening experience that, OK, we need to figure out why there's such a difference in how you're behaving and who is the real you, because mm-hmm. there will be a point in our marriage where these cameras are not here. So am I going to get the off camera, Michael, that I just saw? For the rest of my life. And then like with replaying the events, like, yes, I do think that would really help. But it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. they do that. And then, okay, it helps ripple effect. Right. But then what happens in the real world when something again happens like that? And he stands so strong on it. They can't do a replay. 
Trust me, I wish we did. Yeah, I win so. some arguments with my wife if I had a camera on me all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you, you, I'm sure you she would, would say otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody tell her about this at all. Don't right. say <laughs> all right. <laughs> so uh, we get their, uh, their, their date. Uh, they go probably in the same vicinity as Stephen Noy was out into the water. Um, they see some initials carved into a rock, and Mike's like, "Hey, you want me to put our initials in here?" She's like, mm, "That's yeah." She was like, for it. She's not really having it. Like, you know, oh, if this is like a, a good moment. Like, she's like, "Oh yeah, sure, go ahead, try it." But I was like, "No, nah, yeah. probably won't work." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's hoping that this experience will just help clear the air and that they can have some fun together. Uh, he asks her how she feels about the water. She doesn't want to get in the water. She doesn't want to splash around. And then he uh, eventually. I did it's not great. expect that water to be like calf height. I thought right. they were messing around <laughs> with some water that like came up to your chest. Right. You're like, I get in there. I don't look at my ankles wet. Right. My ankles. Um, and Mike, Mike tells us like, I'm not sure why this is in here, but he tells this weird story about him getting bullied on the bus when he was six years old. Uh, he got beat up by, a, I think it was a sixth grader because he was messing about a seat or something. And says he still has some trauma from that. Mm-hmm. I that thought he was, was going to turn this into a like, oh, that's why I got into personal training because I wanted to be mm-hmm. able to defend myself. It didn't turn into that. It was it just, just that's it. the story. Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. And I think, and again, this this kind of story, I think, like Bryce correctly pointed out last week, like Jasmina is not responding to some of these these things that are probably very um, hard for him to open up about. Yeah, and it's it kind of sucks because, you know, it it just it just really sucks because that other fight came before all of this. But he's trying to open up, but at this point, she's just like, uh, like it, it's really sad because I I I think Jasmina those first like three days really did put some effort into it. Well, we can um, see the chemistry I'm, on the and the wedding. Exactly. The first first part of the honeymoon was like it's there, like it's it's great. That's why we rated them so high in the beginning, right? But exactly. Now it's exactly. like, oof. and so and so, and it's a complete different situation than Chris and Alyssa because she she tried and they tried, and that's why we're all kind of mourning it because mm. we we see what it it could be. Even though I feel like maybe she wasn't initially attracted to him when they first walked down the the aisle, I I don't think he's the height she might have wanted um yeah. to say superficially but you could tell that she at least wanted to try and, and that they were they hit it off at first and so it, it really does just irk it's just really irksome that they're now at a place here where they can't get over it and i think the reason why they can't get over it because i feel like they never properly addressed the, their fight still yeah. Still, and I think Mike. It's easier for Mike to kind of turn on the charm in front of the cameras than it is for Jasmina, and that's yeah. why it's kind of landing for her. It's landing as not a good look for her, but I, I don't begrudge her for anything. No, not at all. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even when they were with Katina Lajuan and Jasmina was like, "Yeah, it's just where you know I can see both sides of things," and <laughs> he's like, "Nah," and he's like, "Well, I see, I see the same thing about you." I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what? Okay, then they're y'all don't understand each other. Then seems a little petty <laughs> to a point, right? Yeah, because Michael, that is not the case. So you can't <laughs> say me too. <laughs> it's, like, it's certainly not the case. So uh, yeah, yeah, they need some. They need someone, a middle person, and that middle person is not a Lajuan. No. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that would really help them. I really hope that they get early intervention from 
Pastor Cal. Uh, so he eventually convinces her to get in the water. She says, you better not push me. Don't splash me. She's not playing. Uh, and so he's, he's finally feeling comfortable with her when they're in the water. And he says, this is the first time I've seen her smile since the wedding. And I'm like, ah, we've that seen can't her be true, right? Like, yeah, we've, we've mm-hmm. seen her smile at, at certain points. Like, maybe you're being a little dramatic. Right. Um, and maybe with just him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, she even says that she still has in the back of her mind whether they can get uh, to a good place, but she's committed to keep trying. Uh, we yeah. pretty much that's the main thrust of their story until they get ready to leave. And, uh, you know, they, they go over the honeymoon and say they have their ups and downs, but they just want, she just wants him to be respectful and that they need to work on their communication. Yeah. They have a little mm-hmm. banter about uh, his alarm going off at four o'clock in the morning, sure. which uh, my wife can relate to because my alarm clock goes off four in the morning for me to get up for work. Too, so she hates it too. So, oh, Lord. And then my other yeah. three snoozes. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that is that too. <laughs> um, you, you how how long do you, are, do you snooze? My snooze are nine minutes typically. Okay, yeah. okay, so three nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm usually uh, late for it if you didn't. You can't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the next time on, which is uh, pretty interesting, mm-hmm. uh, she asks Mike if he's ever lived with a girl before. He mm-hmm. says no, and then we get a flash of them apparently, I guess, in Mike's apartment, which I think. She's looking at a door closed. I assume it's a female roommate. And she goes, oh, you have a girl for a roommate? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. And he's just, smiling like... Like, you just told us you I, a I think I think what it is, is he's assuming she meant, have you ever lived with a significant other? Mm-hmm. And he said no to that. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I do have a woman for a roommate. You didn't really... See, I, I thought it's not what you meant. Yeah. Was that... Did that look like, um, like a different apartment than the one that we so when she asked over. him about if he had ever lived with a woman, uh-huh. it seemed like they were in their new apartment. Mm. But then when we flash to um, the other instance, they have different clothes on and it looks like a different apartment. So I did, I did look mm. at that too. Because for what I can gather, it looks like the female roommate came in and like it was a surprise to her that he had a female roommate. Yeah. And oh, that so, makes sense. I kind of thought it was like after the friend visit and like the mm-hmm. friends were leaving and maybe the friends had some, said something about mm-hmm. a female roommate. I thought and then like she the and, person that closed that door was going into a bedroom. In their room, yeah. Oh, that's what I thought too. yeah. Okay. So I think that's what hmm. it is. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes and sense. then uh, the other part of their next time on was I, I, I have a feeling this is them talking to uh, either Pastor Cal or Dr. Pepper, whoever. And she talks about how he's been aggressive and yelling, and she's trying not to get herself to that point. So she's mm-hmm. trying to keep herself calm so she doesn't raise the level of her voice. Because uh, if so, yeah. she gets, if, I, I bet you, if she gets to that point, oh, it'll be real. Oh, it's it's it's, it's done. She is not yeah. coming back from that. Like it's mm-hmm. a wrap. She is never seeing him in a positive light again. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I feel like when we're looking at like the girl roommate situation, like. We've at this point spent almost a week together. You gotta think this comes up at some point. How I was literally thinking that. How has that not come up in conversation? On the how? way to the airport for our honeymoon, I'd be like, So what's your situation like? Uh what's, right. what's going on? Yeah. Probably before that first night was over after our wedding. Like, so what's your life like? Who do you yeah, like? Right. Like what's, what's your situation like? At the very least, the last day of the honeymoon where you have to go back home. Right. And you guys are gonna do the walkthrough. Like that's what I'm concerned. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? So it's is so he weird. lying for no reason? Are we getting a flash of what's his face from DC? What is, is he happening? just like a complete psychopath? Like, 
Like, I don't know. It, it's, it worries me a lot. And yeah. pair this with a bunch of different stuff and uh, yeah. let's, 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 let's get into the ratings. Well, uh, yeah. before we before we move on, we did get a couple of questions okay. in our feedback form about oh. Jasmine and Michael. Um, so if you have not seen our feedback form, go check Twitter. Uh, I'm posting it every week so you can leave a question or comment and we can talk about it on the podcast. So we did get a question from uh, MAFS Newbie. Um, and they I'll said, new to maths, so right? Right, that's what the vibe I'm getting. Any better. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, Jasmine, or they said, Jasmina seems to be annoyed or dismiss Michael when he expresses vulnerabilities, such mm-hmm. as when he discussed his bullying experiences or the deaths of loved ones. Are you able to shed light on the history uh, in Black communities uh, and mental mm-hmm. health? Ooh. Wow. That's, that's a, that is that's a big a, one. That's a deep question. <laughs> right. So, and this is why and, and this is why I said originally like I don't like that she was doing that that she felt like she was kind of shutting him down because again it's very very uh hard just like like the 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 questioner said in black communities mm-hmm. for men especially yes. to open up about their vulnerabilities. So when Jasmine is shutting him down it's just not good because it just makes him not, you can tell it's going to make him not want to do it ever again. So, I mean, that's a, that's a heavy question, but I wish I, you wish she was handling it differently. But again, I, I don't know what she went through, but from what she's described, it could, it could be why she's a little checked out. Right. So, I mean, like like you kind of said, Mari, it feels like in the black community, especially it feels like, and Mike is really like, talked about this too in the previous episodes he's not comfortable with being vulnerable and i yes. think especially in the black community especially yes. for black males being vulnerable is seen as a negative is seen as yeah. being mm-hmm. less than for a man um and it, it, he's he's new to this he's new to be to opening up and it seems mm-hmm. like also jasmina is not very uh comfortable with uh comforting someone you know what i mean right yeah and, and like well, empathy yeah, I go back to the fact that she's never lived with uh, with a significant other. She's never even been in the same state as a significant other, according mm-hmm. to her. Right. So she may not have a lot of experience in breaking down barriers or walls in person because it's harder mm-hmm. to break down those barriers over a phone, over a text message. But when you're face to face, it's easier to break down those barriers and she may not have a lot of experience in that. Very true. Mm-hmm. That's I, really true. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I, when I saw this question, I was like, "Oh, perfect! We have Marion." <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is such a stigma in the black community to talk about mental health, and it's just like it. I mean, we were kind of raised to think that you know, having anything, just any addressing our mental health was a negative thing. It was like, Oh, then yeah. something's wrong. Something's off. Are you, mm-hmm. are you not praying? You know? So it's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that today in today's world, people are way more open about talking about therapy, way more open mm-hmm. about talking about mental health. And so I think that, you know, it doesn't come naturally. I think that Jasmina has to t- take a step back and, and kind of take, just take what Michael is is giving her and adjust from there to see, okay, how can I be there for him? How can I acknowledge that I am, you know, hearing what he's saying? And I think Michael can also take a step back to 
I mean, I think he's I think he's trying to connect the dots by this random story of bullying by saying like, okay, I think this has shaped me to be who I am today. But he didn't connect the dots in the conversation. So then it just Mm -hmm. seems random to Jasmina. She's probably like, why are we talking about this when we could have been talking about the fact that you have a uh, female roommate, you know? (laughs) So it's it's so difficult. Um, But yeah, I think I think there there have been strides made in the black community about talking about mental health. Um, so I think there's just still a long way to go. And I think another point to reference is when Mike was talking to her mother and her stepfather and her stepfather's like, yeah, you can't be weak. Like, don't go, don't go around being weak. Mm. But, you know, so I think that's also something that kind of gives you a little tidbit into where Jasmina comes from. Comes from, yeah. Exactly. And that, and that's what great point, Jason, because that's what I was going to say. She also seemed like, like she kind of deflects with the comedy a little bit. Yes, in, in yeah, both of those instances. relatable. Yeah, he's right. So, <laughs> so, and we yes, in the beginning we saw a very bubbly Jasmina, and I think the experts thought that they were gonna get something that they're not getting. So, Jasmina was nice, bubbly, fun, like uh, a rock. She says she would always be the one who would prepare men for their, um, mm-hmm. you know, for their forever girlfriends or mm-hmm. forever wives. So I think they paired Jasmina with Michael because they thought she would work hard to kind of bring him out of his shell to uh, like ha- make him have fun, you know, bring him out of that real, real you know, he's a realist type of a vibe. But I think where they kind of messed up is I don't want to say that just because she's not, she wasn't fully attracted to him that maybe she yeah. didn't want to put in all of that effort. But I just think that she gives all of that when she wants to. And at this point, it doesn't seem like she wants to anymore. And mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's the coupled with the fact that he might not be her ideal type, but also with what she saw. And she said she didn't want to be disrespected. It probably scared her. Where mm-hmm. she's already saying about how he's he's been aggressive and yelling. So I mean, why should she do that for him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's just a stark difference between the two of them and Katina and Olajuwon when we, you know, Jason came on here every day dunking on Olajuwon. <laughs> um, when he's out here doing the things that need to be done to show Katina um, how he feels about her. If it's false or not, or if it's just okay, you came, you came, you came up for you came up for a large one. I see. No, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. I'm not caping like Bryce was, but we'll, we'll get to that. But I think no one can cape like Bryce did. I know, yeah. right? But I think it's fair to say that, like Olajuwon, he seems to worship the ground that Katina walks on. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's he he's pour, putting out that energy that he will do whatever it takes to make her happy. And Michael is not giving that energy to Jasmina. Yeah. Mike seems like you he can't be bothered sometimes. Just like exactly, you know, exactly. And I think that's what she would need in order for her to open up and to give back all of her support and her strength to him. And I just think they're just not they're just not connecting the way that we all thought they would. Yeah. So that leads me to the next piece of feedback we got from T. Kins was. Uh, she said, hey, Asian Jason, love the podcast. Hope all is well. Um, she said, will Jasmina be the downfall of her and Michael's relationship? I feel like she's been ter- internalizing what his sister said and is magnifying small issues. Mm-hmm. From what we've seen, they've been arguing just to argue, which, yeah, we've mm-hmm. talked about that. So do we think, will it be Katina or not Katina? Will it be Jasmina or Michael 
that is their demise if they do have a demise? I, I think they'll share the blame. I think mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's going to be anyone's entire Either fault. Yeah. I think we've really broken down really well what each issues are and how they are both a little compatible and really incompatible in the yeah. way that they deal with conflict and the way they deal with uh, with disagreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like okay to have two people who are you know good people individually, just not be compatible that you thought as compatible as you thought they were. Like, yeah. I know it feels like we haven't gotten that in a minute. It feels like where it's just like two people who are really nice who just did not work, right? It's always you know it's always somebody doing something to do this, yeah. but it's just here it is. It's just they they they're it doesn't seem like they're compatible in real life as they are on paper. And again, we still don't know. We might see it later how Mike can be um in arguments. So yeah. it, it, they'll share the blame. I, I don't I don't think I could I'll see one of them and be like, oh yeah, you're the problem. Is yeah. Anna Chris and Alyssa situation. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or her so, Chris and Paige situation. Oh, or, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> so with the ratings, Jason, what were you yeah. thinking? Uh, so I took my big jump last week from from a five to a two, and I think I want to stay in my two. I just I'm not seeing them really come back from this. Oh so man, my two. Yeah, I I've been on the slow decline. <laughs> I uh, so I was a five, uh, and then I went down to a four. Then I was a three, and now <laughs> I'm now I'm a two. I I'm not seeing anything that is uh, progress in the right direction. I feel like. Her smiling out in the water, like how could you not, right? Even mm-hmm. if you were annoyed with, I mean, Alyssa wouldn't, but you know, <laughs> she does. Jasmina doesn't hate Michael, so of course she's right. able to have a good time. Um, so, but I just I see it being a situation. They're just not. If there's not enough intervention from the experts, which precedence has been set, <laughs> there won't be enough intervention. I, I'm, I'm a solid two. What about you, Mari? Yeah, exactly. A two. Uh, coming into this, yeah, definitely, definitely a two. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Asia, where, where do you want to where do you want to take us next? We're gonna since we we talked about them so much on in, during this segment <laughs> since they are uh, Jasmina and Michael's uh, partner in crime. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go ahead and go to Katina Elajuan. Did you guys find it interesting that they seem to be like every couple's like? Uh, advisor or the we, we got comment on all, most of the couples from Katina and Elijah on this, this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. yeah. They're the goals couple this season. Yeah, how, how do we see that? <laughs> right. I think it's because Noy and Steve don't want anything to do with the mess. And right. Elijah Juan doesn't mind being in other people's business. That so part is like, <laughs> the poster of the season. Like right. Stephen Noy, if anything pops up, Steve and Noy are like gone. Like, no, like right. where are y'all? Where are y'all at? <laughs> <laughs> noise like that has nothing to do with my marriage so we're gonna go right. have smart. a great She's time smart. <laughs> yeah um so we we saw them waking up and uh he didn't go to the gym this morning he had been going to the gym every day in the honeymoon so today he decided not to go to the gym so that he wasn't coming back home sweaty and we find out that they will be going horseback riding and she's he's like uh i can't wait to see if she can ride a real horse that was an interesting comment. I was like, like yeah. wait. what's that mean? <laughs> yeah, like, Should we know something? I know. <laughs> but also, like, I stopping just right here, this first sentence. Mm-hmm. Olajuwon did not go to the gym because he wanted to wake up with Katina. That is a difference 
that Michael cannot because remember Michael's not getting up at 4 a.m. to go to work that we know it sounded like it was to the gym okay yeah. does he work at a gym yes but <laughs> really getting personal training lessons at, at 4 a.m. maybe I'm just a slob I don't know <laughs> but it's like, possible I mean some people I could see 5 a.m. which is why he would need to work wake up at 4 like a lot of people do uh, if they go before work but do you really think his clientele would shift if he stopped doing 5 a.m. workouts? Do you right? think his I, bread and butter comes at 5 a.m.? True. Doubt I'm just it. wondering because yeah. like we said, Mark Mark changed his whole shift to mm-hmm. make make uh, time to be with Lindsay. Olajuwon's now not going to the gym and we know he's a personal trainer too, right? He, yeah, something like that. Well, at the time of the show, he was working for the state. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it is. State, but yeah. I saw something Why is everyone's job around. so ambiguous? I'm, right. I feel like we've never been so confused about occupations. The only one we know for sure, Chris is a real estate agent. That's all yes. we know. Yeah. Jasmina teaches toddlers. We'll yeah. find out this yeah. Now we know. Yeah. I exactly. saw something floating around online about with Elijah one, like looking like he was doing some kind of instructional video. So maybe he's oh. trying to like transition into being a personal trainer. I don't know. Because he's so good at it. It seemed like he was trying to, it was like an ad for his personal training last episode when he was with right. uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, either way, I'm just saying it's small concessions like that that you're yeah. not seeing in, in some of the other couples. True. Yeah. Like yeah. he loves working out but he's like, let me do this because she's my wife. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, as much as we want to talk about Olajuwon, he is doing certain things that need to be done if to Olajuwon, show effort. If he hadn't hyped up his bad past so, so bad <laughs> in the beginning, like, I feel like we would have a much better opinion of him. But because he told us so much how horrible he is, <laughs> I think that's really yeah. sullied his reputation with us. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's still a little immature where he feels mm-hmm. like, He's he, you could definitely tell he's one of those guys that feels like bragging about his escapades yes. is like cool. and you we, we you guys pointed that out like last episode or whatever when he just volunteered all that information <laughs> that we none of us needed to know about his sexual history so yeah you could tell he just wanted to get on TV and say yeah I get a lot of women basically right right but now he's like a teen and right now it's like all that's out the window right. So, yeah, so it's his fault, but we feel the way we feel. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so they go horseback riding because both of them are city people. And so they don't ever do anything like this. So they both wanted to kind of branch out. She's nervous because she's like, you know, I don't really like animals. Sorry, PETA. <laughs> I, I think Peter might be OK, as long as you're not like oh. doing anything horrible with them. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's okay to have, have preferences, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So there are two horses. There's sales and champagne. So they're going to be riding these horses. And keep in mind, champagne, the horse that Katina will ride, follows sales, the other horse. So that's just what champagne likes to do. Cham- wherever sales oh. go, champagne is just going to follow. So that's why mm-hmm. that that key piece of information is why I had a bone to pick with Olajuwon. Gotcha. <laughs> So um I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> so they they start writing and she's like, wait, how do I stop this? He's like, you need to listen. Like that she explained, you need to listen. So this is him his brief moment of like frustration that we have seen come out a little bit so far. We definitely saw it with like the training. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, a lot uh Katina's explaining to us like 
you know, I'm way more cautious than he is. He, he likes to just go out and do things. I'm just, I'm just cautious. And he tells her, just relax. Like, you're not the first person to ride this horse. You're not going to be the last. <laughs> and he's like in his confessional telling us like, oh, she's just sucking the positive energy out of me. Um, and he's like, I'm not going to stop living my life because my wife is uncomfortable. And so it's just like, okay, where is this coming from? And then he does the the worst, in my opinion. So he starts riding fast. Like he's riding fast in his open field, knowing that her horse follows. So her horse is picking up traction, going faster and faster. And she's like, look, stop. Like, stop. I <laughs> he's but then he stops, he's laughing, and he's like, um, she really wants him to just stop pushing her. He's like, look, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. always going to push you. He's like, you know, you're letting your nerves prevent you from like seeing something beautiful. And she's like, look, I just want you to listen, like know <laughs> when to push, yeah. know when not to push. He's like, look, I never put anything through. I never put you through anything that I don't, um, I don't think you can get through. You don't know me. Apparently How do you know <laughs> what I'm going to be able to get through and not get through? You have no idea who I am. I'm going five days. <laughs> How do you know what I can get through and not? He says, I'm always going to push you. This whole segment was such an eye opening. Just like, why do you feel the need to push her? Why do you think you're the one that's responsible for pushing her out of her comfort zone rather than making her feel comfortable stepping out of her comfort zone? Well, listen, she got told this, right? She got told this by his people. That he's going to try to mold you into what he wants you to be. Yeah. And that's, that's what this is. Like, she's got to recognize that and she got to try to put the kibosh on it now because she, oh. she kind of let it up a little bit she's like I want you to push me but you know know when to push you and not to push and I was like okay give him a little bit of an out but like you know he, like, I just, like I said he doesn't know who you are he's not going to know when to push and when not to push you got to make those clear boundaries right. which I feel like she was doing a little bit she kind of vacillated a little bit between doing it and not doing it but you know yeah she did and that's a good point because I didn't even consider that um because like it's weird because it's endearing but then it's also crazy like you guys right <laughs> pointing it out it, it truly is because i do think katina could benefit from being a little bit more outgoing um but that's also a large animal you are riding on mm-hmm. and getting pissy with her is not the way to calm her down at all, at all. That, for real like it, that animal could throw her off at any second even though mm-hmm. he said it, it could have if it wanted to no like it, it it is real fears people have real fears about horses because they are scary scary beasts yes. so like you know yelling like jason said is not going to calm anybody down um he just i think that's i think that's the thing if he is going to push her and she she'll take it and up until a point and he's realized that she'll take it up to a point um he needs to figure out a way to do it differently because i think they could both benefit from Mm -hmm. like like he could learn some of her like cautiousness and she can learn some of his adventurousness, but they need to do it in a way that doesn't get them upset at each other. And yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. A lot. Oh, Oh, Olajuwon just like says stupid stuff all the time. So he just needs yeah. to <laughs> figure out how to not say it that way. And I think once, once they, that happens, then um they'll be fine. Yeah, like you said, they need a balance. I th- I'm, I'm sure yes. that somewhere in Olajuwon's life, he's so energetic. He's jumped into situations that he was not prepared for, and it mm-hmm. probably went really bad. If he has someone like <laughs> Tina around to be like, calm down, 
take a step back and really think about this before you do something. I think he would benefit from that. You know, this is one of those situations where they say, you know, they bounce each other out. Uh, she can give him mm-hmm. this and he can give her that. That's something that might actually work for this couple, which most yes. of the couples that they do this for doesn't work. They don't really know <laughs> what they're talking about. But I think it could work in this in this instance. Even though, even when they meet with um, Mike and Jasmina, it seems like he's starting to learn a lesson a little bit already. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, I just got to learn to bring, you know, my, my energy out a little bit to match hers and things like that so that she doesn't want to punch him in the face. Yeah, right. He learns the lesson, but he kind of dresses it up like he came up with the lesson. Yes, it's like yeah. she no, she literally told you that she was gonna, <laughs> that she was borderline about to hit you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> you guys pointed uh-huh. that out last week when it, when he was talking about the the fitness and how he was. It was just I was just testing her, and she passed the test. <laughs> no. It was after she had told you. Yes, <laughs> and then he just said, "I love that. I love that." She tells me when to stop. <laughs> like he's uh-huh. so, he's so ridiculous. And if I if I'm gonna give my overall thoughts about the two of them I think they are mm-hmm. perfect for each other I truly truly do it's it's such wondrous because when we first met Olajuwon it was like can they pick somebody for this man yes and they did a great job of it and I agree I think I agree with him I, I knew that they were perfect for each other as soon as Katina started getting on on Lindsay's yeah. behind <laughs> because my me and my husband have been together for a long time and lord knows I've had a ride out a few times and scared a few people <laughs> You know, for saying some stuff. So I was like, this is it. That This is love here. Mm-hmm. So they just need to work on growing together, figuring each other out and communicating better. And I, and I, and I see bright things in their future. I really like them together. It, it, it they're not boring like Stephen Noy. Like we finally have a couple who are, who is still kind of fun to watch and yeah. still kind of weird and kooky or whatever, um, but are doing great. They still have a little bit of issues, but nothing serious that we have to like make not us feel weird anyone. watching it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Um, so I, I like them. I, I, I do. I, I really like them. And I haven't, I'm trying to think of all of the, the seasons that I've seen. Um, that had couples like this, and it, it feels like it's been a while since we've had a couple that seems kind of secure, but also a little bit of drama, <laughs> right? Because he, it, yeah, I, I think in terms of chemistry, I think they're pretty high up there. They might be in the number mm-hmm. one spot in terms of chemistry, where mm-hmm. they just kind of seem like they go well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's such a character. It's like you would automatically assume whatever marriage he's in is probably going to have some turmoil. But I think the fact that it's Katina, it I mean, it 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 seems to be working as long as she yeah. keeps calling him out and he keeps revising the lessons that he's learning. I think that they could be OK. I think the only thing that makes me nervous, which we kind of touched on last week, was him performing in this role as husband and thinking mm-hmm. that she needs to live up to what he's had in his mind about what a wife should be. I think that could stand in their way and get in the way of the chemistry that they have um, because he could be so focused on that and it and ends up interfering with some things. Yeah. So that's the only thing that makes me nervous. Yeah, I really like Katina. I think she's very well-rounded. She can really go with the flow on anything, but mm-hmm. also be very direct. And I think that's what a lot of these some of these women are really missing mm-hmm. are not being as direct with their partner as Katina is, even though Jason's right. She vacillates sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. but it still feels like she's, she, she like, you don't want to play with her. Like, yeah, you know, and he, and it's coming across to him. So that's all that matters. Yeah. Yep. So 
Um, the, the last little segment we got from them was the breakfast, the morning of leaving the honeymoon. And she's nervous about them living together because she doesn't want them to start not getting along. He's like, look, I'm 98% sure that this is going to be smooth when we get back. I think we'll be okay. So we'll see. Because uh, on the next time on, let's see, we didn't really get anything. For, did we get any yeah, highlights? A little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's just again they brought up the oh, is she going to cook him food every day? Right. She like looks in the pantry, looks in the cabinet. She's like, oh, there's pasta pan. He's like, oh, fine, great. You don't have any excuse to not make me any, make me some food. And she yeah. says that uh, you know she's getting a little you know he's he's bringing that back up again about he, she needs to cook him a meal every day. Yeah, like, oh, this kind of looked like a Franken edit kind of though because it like when she was looking through the the cabinets, it looked mm-hmm. like that. That I would guess is when they first move into the apartment and they're just like, yeah, like looking so. around, you know. Yeah, but then it was a, a a confessional where she was talking about how like, oh, he's he's expecting a hot cooked meal every day, and that's it. I feel like there might have been more to that sentence. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if if this is manufactured drama because I, I think mean, we won't it is get- mass so i think right yeah exactly i don't think we'll get the real drama till we figure out like what's on her phone or that till we get to that situation whatever right. that is. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so so that that was it for them um let's see what would you rate them uh with uh deciding to stay together mari um let's say a four because i i really think they will say yes on decision day Mm -hmm. but we still have some some scenes coming up that you know if the thing about the two of them if they're gonna call it off i can see them calling it off you know yeah yeah um i don't think they would just say yes just to appease the cameras or anything like that yeah so um I'll stay at a four, but I have very high expectations for them because I think they, I think they're a good, a really good chemistry match, match on paper, all of that. Nice, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the same. Uh, Bryce also gave them a four, but Sarah mm-hmm. Carradine, she gave him a one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. <laughs> Jason, what would you give him? Uh, so I took my big jump from Mike and Mike and Jasmine last week, and this I had the same jump going up with these yeah. two. I think I'll stay there. And I will leave it at a four. Nice. I, I, mm-hmm. I just see it working out. I, it's just, it's getting more evident now. I like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was a three last week. I'm going to maintain my three. I just have some, I feel like right now on the honeymoon, they were focused a lot, or they were focused a lot on the drama of what the other couples had going on, which, how could you not be? That was a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just think that, you know, once they get back in Boston and they're able to focus on just them two, we'll really get to see what, you know, will be in store for them. I'm just, I'm just, I don't want to be all in and then they prove me wrong. <laughs> so I'm still just, I'm proceeding with hesitation. I agree with them. I really want to see what it's like when they get back. Like, yes. Do either of them want to still go out and party or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to see it as well. There we go. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we get to Chris and Alyssa, <laughs> who are we going to yep. talk about? You got to hit Mark the Shack. And <laughs> um, so it, kind of an interesting beginning to this. Uh, they, they, they We come upon them in bed seeming, you know, very happy. And apparently they resolve their issue from the explosive fight that they had last episode. Yeah, I was so, like the way she had her head on his chest. I said, yeah. "Oh, they're good." <laughs> yeah. So Mark tells you know they met up and they talked it out. We get a flashback to an ep- to a conversation that we didn't see. <laughs> it's like we right. get a flashback to something we never saw. But okay, uh, so it shows them talking, and uh, you know he, Mark talks about how he wants to start over tomorrow mm-hmm. because Lindsay's like, "Well, that was not a romantic dinner. Like you promised a romantic dinner, and that was the very opposite of romance." He's like, yeah. "Oh, sorry, I committed a big sin." Can we just start over tomorrow? Uh, and she said, yeah, let's go. Uh, he's like, you want to go up to the room with me? She's like, unless you want to sleep here in the lobby. So it was a yeah. little funny back and forth with them. Yeah, um, they definitely uh, banged it out. That's what I have here. Oh, yeah. Note. <laughs> definitely. But I also thought, I'm glad that they flashed back to the dinner, too, because he he, spe- he specifically said he didn't want to get too, too lovey-dovey, and it has to flow organically, which Lindsay overreacted. However, yes. he picked his words horribly. And I think you guys said that. Like, because mm-hmm. if it's true, like what you guys said on the after party, it wasn't about them, like, uh, like physical chemistry or anything like that. Cause apparently, cause she was saying too that they, they did it that morning, that day, that mm-hmm. night, right before the dinner, after the dinner. Um, but I think he was talking about with the other couples and then getting to know each other. Like he chose those words so poorly. Like horrendously yeah. so, but it looks like they were able to like figure it out, and it it seems like it's going good. But Lindsay, she scares me because the mm-hmm. moment he steps out of line again, she's just gonna start throwing it at him, just like we got mm-hmm. talking about him. She's gonna hit low blows. I feel, I feel yes. like that's, like she gonna hit low it, blows. Yeah. And he's not gonna like that at all. Exactly. So I've, I've like, been saying that he's gonna be the one to call it off. Yeah, I think I think yeah. so too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, but this was cute. This is this is a cute episode for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I liked it before they before we get back to like present time. I liked that conversation in the hotel or in the lobby where he was like, all right, do you want to head upstairs and go to sleep? Mm -hmm. She was like, "Uh, yeah, unless you want to stay down here and go to sleep. He goes the wrong way. And she's like, is this way, bud? This way. (laughs) I was going to go there. I was going that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their, their chemistry is there. Like I feel it is it. there. Yeah, but it's yeah. just I feel like she's going to go over the top. He's not going to like that. He going. He's he, she's going to go over the top rope, Mari. Mm-hmm. There you go. And, and yeah. He's not going to like that. Yeah, he's going to drop her. But the funny thing is, though, like during the matchmaking segment and stuff, we all thought, like, wow, this man is too much. Then we yeah. saw her and we were like, wow, she is incredibly too much. <laughs> and I was, and then her being drunk on the wedding day, I was like, this is not gonna work. Crazy likes 100%. crazy, I guess. I shouldn't yeah. say that. 
but like but their energy Mark doesn't seem like her brand of crazy when she gets crazy he doesn't seem to like that part of it that's true I, I think it's oh. just their energy matches so much it's very interesting like at yeah. least the level and until she brings it to a 12 but it, right. it's pretty good like I'm shocked that they work <laughs> so well when they right. work well right so we get back to the present uh, and we have we're having breakfast and we get into the uh, to the kids and religion part mm-hmm. of of our relationship. We talk about how many kids we want. Lindsay, it, just, it was not really explained. But Lindsay says she cannot have three kids like three kids. is totally right. out of the cards. It's either two or more than four. That's it. No three. Yeah. She's like at three. And I don't I don't want one. I was like, OK, so you don't want just an odd number. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, 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 maybe you'd be okay it's, with five, but like it's, it's really like a curse number for her. Yeah. Right. Like it, it just so it's like, what do you do? Like you have your three, and you're like, oh my God, we have to get pregnant <laughs> immediately again. Like mm. what? Give a child off the streets and we'll call him ours. So right. <laughs> uh so she talks about how she talks about her religion, how she's Greek Greek Orthodox. Uh she used to go to four and a half hour services, Holy Week, Easter is big for her. So she's okay with with whatever church they find as long as it's the right community. So it doesn't seem like she is uh, still really that faithful to what she was. But I feel like she'll be okay with going back to church. Maybe yeah. she's just a maybe they're just going to be an Easter or Christmas family. I don't. Yeah, know. I was about to say it sounds mm. like a high high holidays, <laughs> high holy days type right. thing. Right. But, yeah, but and it you, seemed like it it works for Mark because I mean he's he I mean he didn't get into details of what religion he. Uh, associates with but he prayed for their breakfast and so I was like okay it's a good Mm -hmm. balance because if he wants to pray then that's good that she wants to participate and pray so that could be a part of their family so I was like they're definitely on the same page she also mentions that she wants to respect her kids wishes when they're old enough to decide uh, whether or not they want to go to church or not which that's nice that is nice (laughs) Uh, when I was like when I was like you know six seven eight I didn't want to go to any boring church services, but that wasn't because of religion. That was just because I didn't want to be bored. So I don't know. How, I don't know if you want to go that far. But uh, he says, break these, break these generational traumas, Jason. I gotta go see Pastor Cal. Right. <laughs> uh, he says he's okay with uh, as far as kids. He says he's okay with whatever God gives and they can afford, which is not always the same thing. Uh, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then they agree. Twins. We'll have All twins good. and we'll be done. Done. One and done. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would love to just say they're going to have twins. Right. And be done. right. If it's that easy. It's that easy. I think right. I'd be sitting here with two kids right now if it was that easy. But. Right. So there, we're, the next segment is Lindsay breaking down for us Mark's uh, landlord issue, which apparently he has bed bugs in his apartment. So the landlady, which is, you know, at, before, during the wedding, we found out that the, his landlady was like pretty much like his motherly figure, like and she looked at him as a son. But she has been calling and texting them relentlessly throughout their honeymoon uh, to try and deal with the situation. Uh, Lindsay's upset because it's really interrupting their time together. And, you know, she's upset that the landlady is like doing this to him at this moment. Um, so we flash to a couple's massage and the landlady situation is spilling over to this part as well. And uh, Delaney apparently has changed lease on him and pretty much evicted him because she says that he can't have his cats there, which, you know, she knows she has cats. 
Right. It was so weird. The way that they explained, mm-hmm. I was like, is his landlord into him? Like what? Because it was just <laughs> Lindsay explaining it that her his landlord could would not stop contacting him. Then when mm-hmm. to find out that she's breaking the lease and saying no cats, knowing he has three. It's like, what are you doing? And I know she got into it on the after party. So on the after party, it was just Lindsay and Chris. And mm-hmm. so Lindsay was just like, you know, it it felt like he, the landlord didn't want to lose him. So she was mm-hmm, just like, yeah. you know what? Since you are getting married and you're probably going to be moving, I'm just going to go ahead and kick you out now. Just like, what is wrong what? with you? Why would you, why would you do that? Yeah, because I was, I was really about to say, like, what, I'm in Puerto Rico. How can I help you? Why are you calling me? What are you calling me about? Like, you're right. It's like, okay, there, like, roaming charges. Right. Listen, I, I don't know about y'all, but as soon as I would have heard that this man had bed bugs in his apartment <laughs> right before he left to come on his honeymoon, number one, I've been itching because I've been like, I feel like <laughs> bed bugs on me right now. They probably aren't, but I feel like they are. Like, yeah. As soon as he said the word bed bug, I would have started itching. Yes. But now, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about can you get your stuff out of here? Like, can we? Because you yeah. just came from that place that has a bed bug. So did you bring it with you? I don't know. Now Asia just said what happened on the after party. Now I'm questioning was there actual bed bugs? True. That's, you true. Know? That's, true. That's a good question. How can you legally just I don't think you can legally change a lease on somebody if it's like the middle of a lease. Now if it was in between right. leases, okay, but like yeah, was he doing a month to month situation or because mm-hmm. that makes a no long term thing? Like he's been there for a long time, and like this was I so I doubt it was a month to month thing. Mm-hmm. Was it's it, just weird apartment? They did say they did specify apartment and not like it's not like he's renting a house or anything. Like I wonder that. if it's like a right. duplex situation. Like maybe he mm-hmm. has an upstairs, she has a downstairs, and it's she owns the house and she's yeah. leasing. I don't know. Yeah. That is so weird, yo. Yeah. Yeah. It it truly is. And and I don't know. I'm just I'm just perplexed. Is that is that all she said about it, the situation on after party? Yeah, I was hoping yeah. we'd get more like more information. Right. Like if it wasn't bed bugs, Lindsay could say like, oh, and it wasn't even really bed bugs. Right. Like yeah, that, I did. We didn't get that at all. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's just a sticky situation because it also seemed like Mark didn't really know how to handle it. Mark and seemed he like was he like, was just like kind of walking around like, I don't know what to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like a lost puppy. And, you know, Lindsay's like this bulldog ready to attack. She's pissed. She's like, mm-hmm. no, when we get back and she has this plan. Well, yeah. She tells him like, yo, I'm like a mama bear. Like, I'm going to protect yeah. you. Like, I'm going to we're going to move all your stuff. We're going to move it to my house. We're going to yeah. move some of the stuff to the new house. Like, she seems like she's got it like under control now. Like, she took control. She's like, nah, this is yes. what's happening. This, this, it's like that. you miss a very important step of sanitizing everything that yes. is right. in his apartment. Exactly. Exactly. Those cats we to the groomers. Set, we just set fire to all of your things. Yes. Uh, to <laughs> the like, mattress, go. Yeah, just get, get it out of here. So yes. I was like, you don't know what you want to be moving all your stuff in, in your house. You might right. get in your house. But, um, and Mark comments on the fact that he's, you know, he's not used to somebody like taking charge mm-hmm. like this. And taking care of the responsibilities that are his, and it's going to take some time to get used to. Y'all clocked him. Y'all clocked him. What was that the last episode when you said he 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 probably wanted a woman to take he could take care of because mm-hmm. he was just taking care of his mom and all of that. Y'all clocked him like, <laughs> for real, and he said it straight up with his mouth this episode, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, 
uh, weird, weird. My feelings about Lindsay's behavior with the Olajuwon situation aside, she's she seemed like a such a a great wife and a support system, mm-hmm. and she, like she had it down pat. Like she's like, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. And that's what he needed. That's what the yeah. expert said that yep. he needed. And that's what he even said he needed mm-hmm. when they first talked about it. That that first night on the honeymoon, saying like, you know, he he's never had anybody support him like that so this was amazing from Lindsay. the fact that he's kind of like weird yeah, he's a yeah. Shocked by it. and it didn't seem like in a good way it didn't seem yeah. it, it didn't he because he ended up ended off saying like it feels weird and it's just you know i have to get used to it not feeling weird it wasn't a you know but i appreciate her doing it for me you know i'm so right. I'm glad that she's really here like he needs to get that checked out because a, yeah. a partner who's putting an equal amount of effort should always be your um that should be the ideal uh and and he might need to get get, get that checked out as to why he would rather like baby bird or mother bird somebody yeah. than to have an equal standing partner so yeah another thing that makes me think something or i just kind of just kind of think about his position and how he thinks his role needs to be is Lindsay mentioned on the after party that she was like, one thing I was looking for was how, like um, how a man treats his mom is how it is very telling basically. And he, so she was like, so we'll see like what's going to happen when we get back. And of course the after party is shot after everything has happened already. So I was like, well, I wonder what prompted her to say that it seems out of the blue. I don't know what you thought about that, Jason. Yeah, I, I did clock that as like, well, are we going to see some upcoming footage about uh, Mark and his mom? Like how he yeah. treats his mom? Is she not going to like that? Because again, on the after party, I got the sense that like she wasn't really effing with Mark anymore. Like it's got this, yeah, it's got this sense from mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, no, yeah. We'll I see. mean, because they like look back on the kite scene, so that looked fun. Yeah. Um, they, uh, Mark looked like he was a kid in a candy store. He was having a blast. Yeah, so, <laughs> he's like that, nice child, that childlike energy. Yeah, about him. So uh, <laughs> definitely in his element. Yeah. So, uh, the you know we after that we get the next really big segment we get from them is when they get ready to leave for the airport to go back home. Um, they they joke about how Mark has a lot of quotes on his wall, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, I told them I didn't want to live, laugh, love guy." And you know he assures her that's not really like uh, you know it's not really not really that bad, which we'll see. Um, she wants she talks again about how she wants to get him out of his apartment. She does say sans bed bugs. Um, yeah. And, uh, she looks forward to TV nights and him cooking her burgers. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Uh, but on the next time on, we do get uh, a, another little dust up. It looks like. Um, she does say that she's having a hard time right right now with him because she feels like she's getting a different mark than she's been seeing. So, yeah, not sure what that's exactly. About. That's interesting. Maybe he's really yeah. stressed, and he's, you know, because of everything he's dealing with back home. So maybe he's acting differently. Right. It does seem like he has a he kind of shuts down dealing with stress, mm. and so that's um like maybe he shuts down a little bit, and she feels like he's not being open. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into ratings. Mari, what do you got? Um, I I too got I saw a little bit of the after party, mostly just the Chris stuff. I really, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
but it for and from what you guys have been saying, it does kind of seem like they might not be together. But like I said, this was also a good episode for them. So I guess I don't know if we're witnessing the decline or whatever. But I I still feel like it can go either way for them. So I'm still just gonna I'm gonna give them a three because I, I I truly think they could make it work. But then th- there's some downside. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Asia, what about you? Yeah. So I feel. <sighs> I feel kind of optimistic about them, especially how they were able to recover from their argument. I can see situations where they have future arguments and they're able to do the same. Um, So I think I'm definitely higher than my one, but then it's like, okay, is it enough to, to see them actually staying married on decision day? And then I don't want to read too much into the after party. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, yeah, I'll be a three as well. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, positive episodes be damned. You're not going to change my bargain basement one with this little, with this little pitiance of a good episode. Mm. I'm staying at my one. They do seem like they could be a couple that stays together on decision day and then break up afterwards. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. I think with this argument they had, it was really like, uh, she had to forgive him, right? I think Lindsay could be good at that, forgetting about fights and just kind of moving on from them rather easily. But I think, mm-hmm. as I as I said, I think if Lindsay comes like really hard at him, I don't know if he's going to be able to come back from. It. Right. So yeah. yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, he's gonna be like, I didn't like what I saw at all. <laughs> um, right, Mari. Right. Uh, we're getting to the main event. Jeez, as I like really. to say in your, your favorite industry of, of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Asia is going to take Get us. ready to rumble. No, I don't know if you can legally say that, but you know where I we're think you get sued that. if you say that, I think. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but beep it out. Scott, we are, beep that out. No. <laughs> we are not, so I, think, I think we're okay. Uh, we are not in the business of being sued over <laughs> <yeah>. here. <laughs> So, Asia, um, you're going to take us through all the highlights oh and lowlights, mostly lowlights. Mostly lowlights. Yes. So, surprisingly, this is, we got so much from them, which it's like, how? How on earth when she seems done and he's not done? Mm-hmm. Or, and, but he, like, is getting more and more of the the negative vibe, so he should be done. But, yeah, we, this was, uh, we got a lot from them. So, Hmm. Um, we start out with like they're obviously in separate places and he's like you know she's been distant she hasn't talked to me and she's in a separate place saying like okay I want him to act like you know or no he's saying that she wants him to act like a husband she doesn't act like a wife and I was like very true and she's just Mm -hmm. at the pool talking about yeah I'm just doing my best to stay in the game (laughs) playing the victim like a professional (laughs) Oh my gosh, this whole episode. Yes. I wanted to throw my remote at the TV. <laughs> so awful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it yeah, it's, it's so frustrating. So this this is the the start of it. So they go they go to play tennis. And so the we get intervention here just by form of a confessional from Pastor Kyle saying, you know, the experts have been monitoring. Chris and Alyssa very carefully and we're hoping things turn around. So 
you know, Alyssa hasn't been very willing to do activities with Chris. So we set up this activity because we thought it would be great for them. This girl shows up in flip flops. <laughs> she wasn't ready to do nothing. She's like, I'm going to put all these flip flops. I'm going to walk around while he hits a tennis ball around me, I guess. Yes. <laughs> not, not this, 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 this disclaimer, like, they heard our tweets in there they heard us belly aching about this why aren't y'all intervening (laughs) right right yeah so like chris like she's showing up because she's like i mean i'm just here so i won't get fined and and chris is like i just want her to know and see that i'm actually trying so they're both just in alternate realities chris is acting too okay Yes, uh, I'm gonna get to, but Chris is acting as well. He knows, he gotta yeah, know. He has to know. You this would is think not gonna work, but he and he doesn't like Alyssa. But he said a couple of different times this episode. Uh, I think you know. I see why we were matched. I really like her. I think she's a cool person. No, you don't. You don't right. like her. Stop. <laughs> yeah. So they hit the ball back and forth. It. I mean, it gets old. They're not having fun. They're not having a good time. And so he suggests, like, hey, like, why don't we stop and just hang out and. She is saying like she's just trying to be optimistic in the situation she's in. And he brings up like, okay, hey, so what happens after the honeymoon? Like, you know, everybody's going to be moving in in together. What what should we do? What are your thoughts on moving in together? She's like, well, I really don't feel comfortable moving in together. He's like, okay, I get it. I get it. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, when I think back on like beginning this process and like being committed to this, she's like, I'm going to stop you right there because I don't like where this is going because I feel like <laughs> you're instead of way insinuating that I'm not committed and by him saying whole, he's committed. During this whole thing, she is not looking him in the eye at all. At he all. Is straight, stare, she's staring straight at a producer mm-hmm. and talking to a producer behind the camera. Yes. And like, you know, he's he's trying to imply that I'm not committed uh, <laughs> so I'm not going to have this and I'm going <laughs> to, it's not going to happen. Yep. Yeah, and she says. She says, "I feel robbed of the experience we were supposed to have." I mean, you are the robber. You are. The call is coming from inside the house. It's you. You are robbing yourself and Chris of the quote unquote oh experience. So I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like I'm playing devil's advocate here because I'm not. However, I truly do believe that the producers. Not the experts, the producers played in Alyssa's face. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> they they saw her casting. They knew who she was. And I firmly do believe that they were like, okay, let's give her all of the opposite of what she asked for. Because <laughs> the way that Alyssa is coming off on screen, there's no way. I don't think it's like some of the other women or some of the other couples where the girl was like, oh, it's okay. I don't care what the guy looks like. And then, you know, get a guy mm-hmm. that they might not be attracted. I fully think that Alyssa gave step-by-step key bulletin what she yes, wanted. She in the painted part. the man, basically, and said, find I, this guy in Boston. She went into a hair exactly. salon and with a picture and said, this is what I want my hair to yes. look like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think they specifically said, nope. <laughs> and gave her the opposite of everything. Yes. And then said, now deal with this. So I it's kind of funny because I I I semi agree with her. I, I do think that the experts and the producers, I mean, from the poor man and his snaggle tooth, now it's the only thing I look at when uh, Chris <laughs> is on the, the TV. Yeah. Her calling him a snaggle tooth. 
her wanting a man who is like very, very like manly butch country, which he's none of those things. How many of those people find in Boston though is my point. True. Boston. A lot of country out here. (laughs) True. Like it's just it feels like everything that she wanted, they were like, nah, this is about great at first sight. So uh you gonna have to deal with it. And I mean, it, mm. I, I feel I feel like they did this on purpose because they knew this would be the couple her reaction. Like, I, yes, I, I feel like they knew that this would be her reaction. Now mm. she's still a not a good person. Yeah, I, I even I have a counter here for how many times she tried to tell us she was a good person. <laughs> yeah, it was like five, give or take, plus one. So like, I. I, I don't have any empathy or sympathy for her because I think she's handling this horrendously. But yes. we're not going to absolve the experts of this here. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Th- and that's my problem is that, like, it's okay to not be attracted to, to someone. Yeah. That is fair. But the way she's handling it, this is terrifying. And it's but- showing her whole behind. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think what she thinks in the moment is that she's coming off well because she doesn't know that they're going to show us Everything. all of her conversation with the producers. Yeah, Because that's where she really comes out and shows her butt. That's like, Alyssa, yes. That's where that's she the really real comes Alyssa. Because she in the moment doesn't think they're going to show us this. Right. Because yeah. on cam with Chris, while she's still being awful, <laughs> she's not like yelling at him mostly. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's not saying awful things. And Alyssa, Alyssa many times tells us in confessional that she's doing great. She's being nice. Mm-hmm. And she thinks this because she's not looking Chris in the face and mm-hmm. saying, You're ugly. I don't like <laughs> right. you. Right. Right. So in her mind, she thinks that that is her being the bigger person. When yep. she says that she's being the bigger person, that she's being really nice, that's what she means. She's not, yeah. she, she, she's looking him in the face and says, I don't like you. You ugly. Get away from me. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even want to like talk to you at all. She's not being horribly mean to him. She's just being kind of roundabout mean to him. Yeah. To his to his face. Exactly. So so finishing out this conversation with the living arrangement, um, she says she doesn't feel it's fair to be able to to not be able to live there. Um she's like <sighs> like they could both or he, so she doesn't feel it's fair. And so Chris is like, okay, well, I'm gonna live there. And then, like, you know, it's on you to make the decision if you're going to live there. And she's like, well, I feel like you're you're making the decision. She goes off to talk to the producer. I feel like he's making the decision on his own without me. And she's just saying, like, oh, it's, it's a tough decision to make. Like, what what's that about? And so we get this whole, like, back and forth, right? This is when we start to see the real Alyssa. Or we've been seeing the real Alyssa whenever she thinks the camera is not on. And so she's talking to the producer. She's like, why does he have to do that? Um, She's like, I love the other girls. I want to be there with them. And the producer's like, well, okay, well, the whole point of this is to move in with your spouse. And she's like, well, why, why is it, why is that fair? Like, I, like, I don't want to, (laughs) to live, like, I don't want to live with you. 
Because we're not compatible. So why is it fair that I can't live in the apartment? She's telling why us to produce it. I can't live in the apartment. And he's never off the decision of living in an apartment. <laughs> yes. And and we get two camera angles of this shot. So yes. one is like, again, we're getting that. I couldn't tell if it was the producer who had like that phone or like that GoPro mm-hmm. on the chest that they were recording for them there. Or if I, I kind of saw the producer when she was talking to them, it kind of looked like they had something near their hip in their hand kind of pointed yeah. at her but they were she, she on candid camera you on candid camera <laughs> and, and then it was it was that shot and then it was a shot from like probably back where they were in the tennis court like really zoomed yeah. in I was like this is they had they had like right. three cameras going undercover yes, like they... neither her nor Chris knew about shooting Chris shooting her shooting her yep. at a, uh, the angle from the hip all right. the going up <laughs> They took a couple cameras from Steve Noy. They said, "Y'all don't need yeah, these we don't camera need, people. We need, we need them y'all at the fine. tennis court. We need them y'all at the tennis court." <laughs> <laughs> they all the walkies like, "Hey, we need like four more cameramen over here. <laughs> uh, whoever's on Steve Noy, just leave them. They're fine. There's no need. Dis- disguise yourselves as a bush, <laughs> right? And get over here." Right. <laughs> so at this point she's hysterical and crying and she's like if he can't be kind and like why why is he saying anything she's like oh look at his hand gestures even that's aggressive like look at him pointing oh and it God. cut to ca- cut to camera six that's looking at Chris and all he's doing is showing someone else something that's in the distance and he's pointing and talking about it <laughs> and she hates it she hates this man Hates right. him. I think the like if you know the word bubbles that you see like sometimes like where the words are used most often like Alyssa <laughs> yeah. is like good person, respectable, right. fair. Fair is a big one. Portrayed. You know, fair. Yeah, portrayed. <laughs> like she's got she got she says the same words over and over, over and, and over. over again. Yes. You know, There's another just one of the many things that bugs me about her. Right. Mm-hmm. So then Chris goes back to the hotel. Alyssa's still pouting to the producers. Um, Chris calls his sister, sister, and he tells her, like, okay, things aren't going as expected. Like, she's had some concerns and um, hasn't wanted to talk about them. And I was like, understatement of the century. <laughs> he's downplaying this so much, his sister. And he's like, yeah, she's walked out a lot of, lot, walked out a lot of our conversation, our conversations and like, and they start to talk about how, like, her mom, Alyssa's mom, knew what she needed. She explained to Chris's family exactly how Chris is, is the type of guy that she needs. And she doesn't realize she needs it. Meanwhile, Alyssa's outside talking to the producer. I'm just, I'm stuck in a terrible situation. I'm sick of crying. I'm sick of being the good person and taking the high road. I don't want to talk to him. I hate him. It's disgusting that a man is treating a woman like that. He's just a a, a sucky car, car salesman who sells houses. Why can't I just <laughs> hang out with my girls? Girl, my girls. This oh is, my gosh. This is not the bachelor lady. Yes. Like, we're not, we're not all living in a house like together. Like, mm-hmm. you, the, and, the the uh because i mean it's been what uh how many seasons six roundabout number six seasons or so since they've been living together maybe yes more. i don't oh, know yeah mm-hmm. but like, like season nine maybe yeah that is like num- that's like way off in the distance secondary to this yes to mm-hmm. this whole thing right like, that's the fl- that's the the sprinkles on top like, oh, if you get a friendship out of this, good for you. But the show is married at first sight. She came here for, for I said, 
Alyssa needs to download Bumble BFF because that's what she's looking for. <laughs> she's looking for some new groups of friends and she's mad that they're saying, no, you need to talk to your husband because that's like the concept of the show. No, mm-hmm. I just want to hang out with my girls. I don't think it's fair that I can't stay at the apartment because he just wants to stay at the apartment. Yeah. I want to stay with my girls um, minus Lindsay. <laughs> right. <laughs> at this point, minus Noy, too. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, who besides Katina is her girls? I mean, maybe <laughs> Katina and Jasmine, well, Katina, I guess. Yeah. Katina does seem to have Alyssa's back yeah, more often back. while yeah. also trying to call Alyssa out. But it truly is. So, Alyssa, you want it to be on TV. This is what Absolutely. you want it to be on TV. And if you guys, you guys said that she originally did try out for The Bachelor, right? No, we don't know that. I said we don't that know. She tried out for, she tried out for I've heard single, that so many times. Yeah, she applied. It seems like she applied for every single dating show. It, and this is mm-hmm. just the one that accepted her. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, she can probably she, get she, on The Bachelor now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She had they, applied they all. She had apply all to all the, the casting sites for these shows. And this is the one that called her back. That's what it yeah. seems like. She, she <laughs> right. really is in here for those like late nights. We, you know, we heard it last season with like the couples hanging out, like in the pool room of the, the apartment. Like that's what yes. she's here yep. for. That's not it. She's not realizing that that is a there. That is a sliver of the whole experience. The experience is with your spouse. And so she's talking to, I, I want to say this is Montre. So I don't know if y'all, I only know this because I remember specifically in season 10 when it was Michael and uh, Misha, or what was her name? Mika? Misha? Mika. 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 Yeah. Mika. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mika and Michael. And Michael was yet again lying about his salary <laughs> and his job. And they were in the bed and he showed her a paper of like the offer letter or something that he received. And she looked up at the, towards the camera and said, Montre. So I thought that was hilarious. That was like the perfect example of breaking the fourth wall. So I've always known that Montre is a a producer on the show. Oh, yes. So he's he's there talking to Alyssa. He's like, "This is a show about marriage and not singles." Yeah. She she feels like she's not being dramatic, which we all know this is not true. Mm -hmm. But speaking of Jasmina and Katina, they meet up with her. And meanwhile, uh, Mark and Lindsay are meeting up with Chris. So they're just trying to get their sides of things. And uh, Alyssa's like, you know, she's happy for everyone that they're happy, but it's hard to be around because she doesn't have that. And she's like, I just feel bad because like, I'm not blaming him for this, but I feel like he's blaming me. Because you are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and she says that she isn't perceived as a good or portrayed as a good person. She's going to be pissed like on this episode. Girl, they are they are driving the bus over you. They are, they right. toss you in the street. Up. Well, listen, like you, said, like you said, back Mari, like they saw her casting tape. They're like, oh, we got gold mine here. Yeah, but I'm sure like, as soon as like production it. came to her, like, you know, for the first time, like to shoot her, I'm sure she gave them attitude. She gave them mm-hmm. lip. And they were like, mm-hmm. we're going to give her the special, y'all. Like you know, like you turn around to, to production and camera, like we don't give this one the special. You know what that means? <laughs> Undercover cans. Like you don't tell her when she's being filmed. Leave her mic on at all times. Yeah. Oh my god! Because I swear she thinks as soon as she says she yells cut, they cut. Right? Yep. She totally you don't run this production, miss. <laughs> she thinks she's this like high. Like this isn't selling sunset. Like mm. it's not this 
beautiful picturesque like softly scripted show and then when they cut the fourth wall it's it's not gonna make it no we're seeing everything this is as real as it gets for a reality show and she just thinks oh no there's no way because i'm not you know that's not part of the scene so there's no way they're they're gonna show it no in her defense they did it seemed like put some words in her mouth a little bit like when she's talking to the producers by like the tree or whatever, and she has a back to to like yeah, the camera. Have, mm-hmm. You can tell they definitely put some words in her mouth, but she said those words for she sure. She said them, maybe, maybe not, not at, that, at time. that time, right? Yes. <laughs> well, that, they, they did put some words in her mouth, but she did say those words. <laughs> that's why I'm like, they can't use something you don't say. Yep. So that's when people are, oh, it's editing. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um. So another thing with this conversation with Katina and Jasmino's, Katina was like, "Okay, I don't get me wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth or whatever, but I'm just getting the feeling that you're just not attracted to him. Like, you know, tell me if I'm wrong." She's like, "Well, he's not my type, and this is her default. If anybody asks her if she's attracted to him, she just says he's not my type, and she feels like that's a safe answer. So right. that's what she told him." Katina put on the kiddiest of kid gloves yes. to, try, to try and deal with her. Like, I feel like maybe, maybe, just, I mean, just hear me out. Maybe you're not attracted. Just maybe you're not attracted. Yeah. Could you say that? Could you say that at least? Kid gloves, strap pillows to them. Yeah, like, yeah, added feathers. cotton balls. <laughs> like, just the, the delicateness of touches, basically. And the funny thing is, she's doing all of these loops and, and holes to try and not seem like a bad person doesn't want to outright be like I'm not attracted to him when if she would just say that to him yes. That's thing. Yes. to him and be like it, she keeps trying to just be like you know th- you know I'm not attracted to you I don't feel like making it work let's right. play for the cameras like uh, yeah. Brett and, and, and Ryan did last, last yeah. season I, I hate to see it I don't want to right. see it. I'd rather they be off the show, but it's better than all of this because all of this is is what she's. You'd rather to be avoid. off the show. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, see she all this. I mean, no, I'm saying with Brett and Ryan, like with oh, Brett, Brett and Ryan, Ryan last boring, year. So yeah. yeah, they were so yeah. boring last year, and you could tell they just had came to a consensus that it wasn't going to work, and then they mm-hmm. just tried. They did it as little bare minimum as possible. Which is, yeah. is what it feels like Alyssa is trying to do, but Chris is not letting her, which at this point, I'm kind of on his side. Like, he's trying to make her suffer at this point. And yeah. I thought that. At it. I don't yeah, think he that is. anymore, though. You, I you think, don't think that really? anymore? I, don't, I did not get that vibe after the dinner. At, at this point, when he was saying, like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to live in the apartment, but, you know, if you want to come, you can come. That's your decision. I was thinking, like, okay, perfect. Yes, he's making her suffer. But the mm-hmm. way he's talking during the dinner made me feel like, and I know we're, we're going to break that down. It did, yeah. it made me feel like he, I mean, he said it at one point. Even, even if you're 1% in, I'm all in. Well, I think yeah. that's acting. I think that's acting. <laughs> okay, it, it, okay. Why do you think that? Because it, the writing's on the wall. Like mm-hmm. you, you. But have you been in a situation of desperation? Have put yourself in Chris's shoes. He sees this as if this doesn't work out, I failed. But if it does work out, I succeeded. Like I do everything else in my life. And he just sees this as no matter who it is. He's like, if I can make this work, 
then I have a success story. My dude, she is unwilling to talk to you. We see uh, that. Unwilling. Period. We do. Yeah. I don't feel he like he sees it too. She's I, he's asking her and she won't. I, I think feel like Bob he's Chris, blind to it. I he even says during the episode, he's he thinks he says, No, I think no, I know. I know that she's not yeah. into this. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think he I think I'm trying to find the quotes here, but he, but he basically said he wants her to admit on yeah. camera yes. that she had she um she's not into it she's, she's not into it. it and i think uh, i don't know if it, it feels like acting like jason said it feels like but i'm not he, mad at him for the acting i'm not right because she deserves it right and it and it feels like he i don't i i truly believe it is desperation like asia said that he came on the show because mm-hmm. he's desperate to find a wife to have to settle down to have that lifestyle that he's expected to have um and i think he truly wanted this to be it um so i i do believe that but i think everything else is it's his frustration has built to a point where now he's just kind of like i need her she's gonna be the one to say it. it's kind of like those those relationships where the, both the people want to break up, but they don't mm-hmm. want to be the person who breaks it up. Yeah, they're kind of playing chicken a little bit. Like, yeah, be the first person. Exactly. Yeah, see, and I and I was hoping that that was the case with them because I was like, he 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 should know that she's trying to do everything except be the one to end it because then yeah. if he ends it, mm-hmm. she can blame him for I, I was trying to make it work. You know, right. I've been giving him my best effort, but I just get the vibe that if she were like. Let's okay. Let's let's try. Let's try this or whatever. He's like, okay, yes. Let's let's do it. Completely forgetting how disrespectful she's been to him for the entire time she's known him. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like at this point, maybe now in today's world, he has a better understanding. Mm-hmm. But I feel like oh, at right. this point, he's still very. I don't know. I just kind of got that vibe, even from watch like him watching on After Party. No, I, I I get you. I like I think before that dinner, he still did feel like maybe it was a possibility because mm-hmm. even when he was talking with Mark and Lindsay, he was trying to say that it might be a possibility. It took his sister saying to give up on it, it took Mark and Lindsay saying to keep up on it, and then he started reflecting after their their talk after the dinner he said not a single person has told me to keep going yeah um so i mean it i think it, i see i can see both sides i can see that it is, it is acting uh yeah. but I, I can also see how he is desperate enough to try and make anything work yeah well um, i for sure think if she had if she comes to him as in in some miraculous uh turn of it. events <laughs> like she's like hey let's let's try this thing i think yeah he would be down for it but i think he knows like we know that that moment's not happening that moment's not coming right and just such such on like the apartment thing it's just like so crazy like we know from seeing previous seasons that these apartments are usually two bedroom apartments yes they Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. all you have to do is share common space like living room kitchen whatever yeah they're not so bad about that they're not asking you to sleep in the bed with this man like what like what is your big problem that you just can't even be in the same building as a person yeah, exactly. exactly the hate okay it, i think it's definitely just like she needs to direct the anger she has right now to someone because she can't go talk to casting she can't go talk to pastor cal and dr viviana and dr pepper or the producers so she's just like 
all of my frustration and anger is going towards this man. Exactly. And that's it. Um, I want to see her pop yeah. off at Pastor Cal. We'll see I how, love that. How, how, yeah. how that happens. So. Yeah, her her hatred for him is it's unreal. It feels yes. like, like it, I would much rather you tell this man he was ugly and you don't want to deal with him than to try and say that he's the worst human being on the planet while well, you just treating, continue to, nice. to gaslight him the whole yes, time. Exactly. And that's what it is. It is straight up gaslighting. Yeah. At least from everything that we've seen. So let's get in let's get into the dinner. So they do this like roundabout you know, what have you learned? What have, what did you, what do you know now that you didn't know before? And so the couples are sharing whatever and they get to uh, that. Like all the couples have shared at this point. And Mark is like, uh, he directs the question towards Chris and Alyssa. And um, Chris is like, well, okay, well, well it's no, it's Lindsay. I'm, I'm seeing them as Lindsay. One yeah, yeah. Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay was like, what about you guys? <laughs> And Lindsay like, knows she's doing too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Chris is. Chris says, "Well, obviously, we're not in the same place y'all are." And uh, Alyssa's like, "We're just taking it day by day." And Chris is, you know, he just wants her to say on camera that she's done. And Noy's like, "Okay, well, like, which was surprising. I did not expect Noy to chime in." And she's like, "Okay, well, like, with the honeymoon's ending, are we going? Are, what's y'all's plan for moving in?" And Alyssa's like, "Well, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it." Rewind this podcast about 20 minutes. They literally <laughs> did talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, well, I, my suggestion is that like he moves in for the first half and then I'll move in for the second half um, because I just like love being around y'all so much. And Chris is like, well, I haven't heard the strategy. It's not. And that's not really something I'd be interested in. <laughs> He's like, I love right. y'all, but I didn't come here for y'all. I'm all in or I'm all out. And like I'm in I'm not trying to split time like divorced parents. Yep, and like the like the couples are yes. our kids. He like this dinner was Chris's like, I've had it. Yeah. I'm gonna say everything and there's gonna be no snow left unturned. I'm gonna read you mm-hmm. for filth in front of all your little friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're awful. Like yes. this was this was Chris's shining moment. And I love that he was how how he how forcefully he came with it. Yeah, it, it, I, I loved hearing this specifically from Chris. I was like, yes, don't just like, oh, well, yeah, that could work. Cause it makes absolutely no sense why she's no. trying to live in this apartment. No. Like, should we be concerned? Like, does she have a place to stay? Because I, <laughs> I are you I, homeless? Right. I can't think of any other reason why she's trying to stay on married at first sight for the friends. Yeah. Um, and so, and the- the producer did say if there's if you know you're not a couple you're gone and right it's like she's trying to string it out so she can keep again I think she just wants to stay on TV more yeah literally well and I would also wonder about the contractual obligations that the show puts on them I, I think there's a a running like rumor or like thought that if you quit the show the show could sue you for fifty thousand dollars <laughs> right. Like, well, what I, is it? I, I do wonder if there's something of that nature. Like, no one wants to be the one to say it because if I say it, that means it's my fault and I can get sued. Yeah, mm. it's it's ridiculous. We've seen so many examples of people quitting. So, I'm like, what's her fear? What? I just don't understand. I, I'm at this point. We obviously know she just wants to be on TV. Like, if she just wants some exposure, I mean, we can have her on the podcast. And yeah. I mean, so we have uh, a few people that listen. No, I quit. If, if, if I see Alyssa pop up on the screen next week, I quit. 
Because y'all not gonna like what I have to say to Alyssa. <laughs> she's just gonna get up and walk away. Like what? Yeah, she, she's yeah. not gonna like where the conversation's this going. Fair. I thought I was doing this podcast because you guys liked me and you were my fans <laughs> and you're giving me all these questions I'm not prepared for. <laughs> I, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday, Jason. I'm getting you a cameo from Alyssa. Oh no! Oh, sure she's no. on there. She's gotta right. be on there. She it's has to be. There's no way. Bargain basement. Like five. Oh no, days. she would charge three hundred dollars for a candle. Oh my god. That seems like she, her ego is probably that big that she yeah. would charge like three hundred dollars for a candle. But Absolutely. Like, you know, she's she is a her job is a social media marketing manager for a construction company. I think she mm-hmm. said at one point. And it, it kind of feels like she's trying to spin this, you know, whole narrative yeah. for like a you know, in a social media kind of way. Yeah. 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 It's like what she present. You're so right. Yeah. What she's presenting is what, you know, is a certain persona. And -hmm. then once she logs off Instagram, that's she can be her real self. But it's like, no, sweetheart, there are cameras from every angle. This is a narrative you don't control. Like, yeah. You think after shooting was done, she's like, all right, ready to go in the editing room and get this narrative together. Like, oh, no, we got all the. Oh, no, Alyssa, we're, you're not helping us edit this. Yeah. We all um, we need from you, sweetheart. We're uh, right. going to show you what, what you've you been doing. I would love, uh, can somebody please smash cut together all of this stuff? Like, I would love to see an, an episode of just Alyssa's scenes before, yes. like, cut right before she, like, goes off the handle to see oh, yeah. what she thinks that yeah. episode what, she, what her narrative is. Like, <laughs> I would, I would love to see that. Honestly. Yeah, because she's living in an alternate universe. Um, yeah. We we see. She says it again. Like I'm not a bad person. I'm a really effing good person. And she really wants. She says this at the dinner. She really wants everyone to remember. This isn't her fault that this is happening. She, mm-hmm. She's trying to gaslight everybody. <laughs> like, it's happening to what? me. Everybody should remember. Situation. Yeah, you guys, production. You guys out there in TV land. Remember. This is not my fault. This is the fault. Not my fault. Just three times during the episode. Yes, three times. This is not my fault. Then Lindsay, Lindsay makes some sort of face, and she's like, "Lindsay, don't do that." Like while I'm talking, and Lindsay's like, "I didn't do nothing." Later, later, Mark is going to be like, "I was so proud of you for not popping off that Lindsay." Good job. And, and I think and I think um I think Alyssa was hoping. She was kinda hoping yeah. she could get was Lisa. to distract to distract from her nonsense. Yep. So then we can move on. So <laughs> since since that did nothing popped off, she starts crying. She says this hasn't been easy for her. Um and Chris says, look. My only question. I love Chris's Are, face. Yes. Chris is like, I don't care about your boohoo crying. Right. Like, I want to eat some answers right now. He's like, Are you all out? And then at this point, she's like, Well, I just want to talk about this privately. I don't think we should be talking about all of this in front well, of everybody. Fair. Okay, that but is fair. No, we that- are. The sun has set during this conversation. <laughs> we are already so deep into p- y'all's personal relationship. You can't pull that now because you're After done responding. No, I love the faces yeah. of all the other couples. Like, look at this. Like, Elijah, <laughs> one especially, was like, oh, well, word. Like, word. damn, yes. like, y'all, y'all got problems. Jasmine put I, her head down at one point. Uh, yes. But I did, I just did kind of agree. Like, I think Jasmina said at one point, like, can you at least respect the fact that she doesn't want to air all this dirty laundry out in front of everyone? Yeah, she I, said y'all y'all owe each other a conversation. Right. 
And I, you know, Chris was very, was so frustrated that he's done this in front of everyone. I get Mm -hmm. that point for sure. But I do agree. It's not exactly the type of conversation to have. You know, they kind of hijacked the whole dinner. Like, they yeah. Did. But the the problem was they weren't having those conversations privately, yeah. privately, yes. or off camera. That's what he kept saying. He's like, she's not talking to me off camera. She, every time we saw, see them talking privately, she gets up and goes. Like, how do you keep like pushing off this conversation when he's asked you ten times? Literally, are you in? A, are you all out? I'm not prepared to answer that right now. Yeah. But then you say you're not prepared to answer that right now, but it's not like I'm not prepared to answer that right now because I still want to get to know you or anything like that. Like, like bro, just, I'm not I'm asking prepared. you to repay my repay that debt I, I gave you. Like, you, I'm going to have your money for you next week. No problem. Right. Don't worry about right. it. I'm going I'm to get you next week. When I get paid, that first money going <laughs> to you. Don't worry about it. Next week. Next week. The next, next week comes like, you know what, man? I got some money coming. Come <laughs> a few days. I'm going to get you then. No, yes. I got you. That's what she's doing. Like she literally said, yes. "I'm like," and he's like, "Well, what do you want to have this conversation?" Um, yeah. Well, we leave tomorrow, so maybe next week, right? <laughs> like, what is that even? So, exactly. so they never see each other until this. Like, it just doesn't right. make sense. So, oh so yeah. So they basically settle on that with the dinner. They settle on it's a private conversation. Cool. Mm-hmm. So after the dinner, like he, they're having this private conversation with, with the cameras there and producers. So they, he's like, okay, let's bring up the apartment. So I, what do you want to do with that, basically? And she's like, well, I just, I just want to be a part of the experiment and this experience. Um, I think the experience is really important for both of us. And so this, that's when we get a confessional from Chris saying, like, I've noticed the past couple of days she's starting to say experience more. And he, she's just saying it to say, like, it's separate from the marriage she just wants to be a part of the quote-unquote experience and so he asked her like okay coming into this were you like even before you met me were you prepared to not have the perfect person and she's like yeah um and i think he did he ask like is there something about me that you could change well she she kept saying she kept talking about the differences yeah, and mm-hmm. he said, "I said it before he said it," and I was like, "Like what?" And then he said, "Like what?" I'm right. like, "Oh, okay, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. ask these questions." Right. And she stares blankly, she's and like, I just, this may have been some editing. It was editing. And yeah. she's like, "Um, um I, the music not... in the background was the cue. It's like they yes. had some generic music, and then as she was like, it was like." <laughs> the yeah. music like faded away, but then like scratch, like. And then crickets. They had the crickets. literally like she goes. I'm not mentally able to have this conversation that you want to have. Have the conversation that you want to have right now. He's uh, Jasmine, just, Jasmine just guaranteed to me at dinner yes. that you won't have this conversation. <laughs> what happened to that? Somebody get Jasmine in here and tell me why she's not having this conversation that she told me that she's gonna have with me right now. Right. Right. Yes. And so it's, she's just like okay. We could be have this conversation. She says next week, and she she's like, "You just need to remember, we're both in the same situation." He's like, "But we're not. We're, not. we're so not." She's like, "Well, I just you don't think it's the situation." Right? <laughs> and she, this is when she turns to the producers because now cut, and she's just like, "Look, I, I just don't think it's fair." He's gonna he's asking me questions I don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. She leaves. She's like, I don't like the way he talks to me. And this is when he says, "Like, I know she's not into this." Um, and so she's talking to the producer. It's not fair. She's going on and on and on about him attacking her character. 
Yeah. And <laughs> they're they're leaving from the honeymoon and she says like, look, I didn't get what I want wanted. He didn't get what he wanted, but this isn't my fault. I know I'm a good person. She has tried to paint this picture since day one. We're not fooled. Chris may be kind of fooled a little bit at this point. I just feel like... Oh, no. I, Chris's eyes are wide open at this point. Done. Yeah. Y'all, right y'all honestly think that he is 100% done right now. Yes. I think at this it. point, he just wants her to say it. He said yeah, he, he wants her, her to say, say it. it. But, and, okay, but, the, but if she doesn't... He'll pretend she that he's, he's still yeah. going to be in it. He'll still say his little, if she's in 1%, I'm going to give it my all. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, corny. And you know, like something out of a script, and yeah. he even says like he wishes she would say what she feels mm-hmm. and take the consequences yep. of those feelings and opinions. Meaning, say what you want to say on camera, so people yes. on social media can drag you, which they are doing. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yes, but like, but also, um, he he says, yeah, I think it was him when he says like. If you want to uh, move into the apartment building by yourself, have yeah. at it. Like that's when you knew he was just done. Like he was yeah, like, he's like yeah. if you he tell just me, wanted if he, the answer. Yeah, if you tell me it's done, that you are not interested in this at all, you can have the apartment for the whole time. I don't yeah. care because mm-hmm. I'll be done. I'll be gone. But and he her also eyes probably, perked up about that for two seconds. But he right? also probably knows <laughs> that if he's done, she's not getting that apartment exactly. anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And then and and then he and then he went on to say, you know, you can have the apartment. Just you know, say that you're not in this. You weren't in this. And she, I, I know she perked up at, at the apartment, but then she was like, "But you're not about to make it look like I wasn't here for the right." right? Mm-hmm. She's like, and "I got, was here for the right." We got reason. the magic phrase here for the right reasons because this then, is the bad. Like, when hey, he said that, when show. he said that, she went off off because mm-hmm. she is a bachelor super fan. Yeah. <laughs> And she knows what those words mean. Like, that means you are the enemy. You are mm-hmm. the villain of the season because you are not yep. here for the right reasons. She went, right. she went off at that point. Uh, it's so, okay. Yeah. 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 I, I see what y'all are saying. I could see him. Okay, he's done. He just wants her to be. I can see that perspective. I just, he just has not. I don't know. I think it's similar to some some feedback we got from, let's see, we got it from Tkins. She said, uh, like, where's Chris's self-esteem? And that's where I think he wants this so bad that he would be willing to swat, like, dust this all under the rug if she were willing to just be there. I think Chris has self-esteem. I think he's worried about his self-image right now. There it is. I think he is he's coming across as the good guy because just like Alyssa wants to play the game, Chris is playing the game much better than she better. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, let me act like I'm just going to be this devoted guy. Like, I'm just going to be like, all in. I'm going to put my heart out there on the ca- on camera and say all the things mm-hmm. that need to be said, that should be said. That For me, I want love. I'm finding love. I want it to be a success. So I think yeah. I think he has self. I think deep. I think not even deep down. I think Chris knows the deal. Chris okay. knows going he better. On. It's not a mystery, right? But, yeah. So he has plenty of self esteem. Yeah. I just think he's he's like I've been saying he's performing. He's yeah. You know I he agree. wants us to think he doesn't have self esteem apparently, but we know. And 
I wonder if Alyssa's lawyer told her not to be the one to call it off because she could be at fault for the contract. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh, speaking of that. Yep. After party. This part I did watch. A trip. Uh, So for those of you that didn't watch after party, there was a lot that came out about it. Um, So apparently, I guess in between the, the weddings and going to the honeymoon, they all go as seemingly as a big group to city hall to fill out their marriage licenses so apparently mm-hmm. while they were all at city hall Lindsay overhears um Alyssa talking to her lawyer trying to find a way <laughs> to get out of the what she just did which is get married okay mm-hmm. at the same time they're at city hall they go Chris says to her like hey we're married now we don't even have each other's phone numbers like do you want me to give you my phone number and she looks him in the face and says no if I need it I know where to get it from like yes like she won't even she just won't even take the man's phone number <laughs> right. just to be like yeah sure give me your phone number like right wow. and then even more we get to where they have to go in front of the justice of the peace i guess to mm-hmm. officially sign papers to make it official official and the justice of the peace not even this is even an official question like like you would at the ceremony asked like so you guys want to be married chris says yes i do Alyssa literally sits there in silence and says nothing <laughs> ridiculous and, and, yeah and this is the formality because they already they already signed the marriage license it was yep. just for him to sign the marriage license the justice of the peace just, yep. and when 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 Chris said that Rudy Rebell fell out of her chair yeah. she, like, she did <laughs> I love that response from her yes. uh, uh, question about after party um, we haven't seen Mike yet I think there's some weird reason for that I don't know. Mm-hmm. We've seen everyone else except Mike. I remember and last I season there was someone who wasn't. I'm like all of a sudden blanking on who was on last season. Last season there was someone we never saw for a long time. Then finally they came. Maybe, was it Bow or was it? Because Zach was always on. Michaela was on. Johnny Maybe it was, was Gil. On. Was, on a lot. was it Gil? You know, like he didn't come be. on until later in the season. I feel like I didn't see Gil a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel I, like people. I, I do I find like it odd that there are only two. There are only two people on this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they can't have people on who aren't going to be able to act like this is the present after yeah, the maybe, episode. Maybe put Mike through a trial run. He was like, "Nah, I hate her." Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, we can't have you on here, bro. Like, like we want to cut it down to these two. Like, you stay in the back, right?" That's funny. <laughs> Did anything else come out? Of, I can't remember. I, that was the main piece I remember from Chris and Alyssa from After Party. Was there well, anything else? Um, he said after that, after the whole Justice of the Peace thing, on their flight to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. yeah. Alyssa had a producer sit oh, in yeah. between them the whole time. Yes. Like, so, he girl, said, like, you at a time where we could, yeah, at a time where we could have had this these conversations off camera, no microphone, mm-hmm. you still chose to totally avoid. Yeah. So it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we see on the next time on Pastor Cal is finally meeting with them and asking, like, do you want to get a divorce? So it's like, okay, that's a it looks late. like he's directing it to Chris. Yeah, that, it did. That question. Right. But speaking of experts, so Dr. Viviana, which Mari, you thankfully sent us this thread, she went on a Twitter, like it, I mean, there were a bunch of tweets in this thread, but there was a key piece I wanted to point out specifically for Alyssa and Chris. So Dr. Viviana, um, so it's at Dr. Viviana. 
She said, I believe Alyssa went into this with all the good intentions. And I think like so many others, she thought, well, if it doesn't work out with this, at least I can meet amazing women and we will join the ranks of all the other hashtag mass brides who came before us and make the best of it. I actually think that that is not the worst way to look at this process, but because at the point she is refusing to communicate with her husband, she is refusing to be respectful to him and she is disrespecting the process that has produced many loving families. And then she like goes on and on and on. So I'm like, yeah, you knew this. Where are (laughs) y'all? Like they say they were staying on top of the events that were unfolding. But even us, we're not, we don't have, we don't, we aren't qualified to step in, but we, mm-hmm. we knew that there needed to be some intervention sooner than them returning home. Like, I can't even FaceTime, get a FaceTime, yo. I can't right? even get a FaceTime for you, Pastor Cal. <laughs> right. I can't get a FaceTime for you, Dr. Pepper. Like, what's up? I just uh, imagined uh, uh, Pastor Cal like on a golf link and they're like, oh, uh, Chris and Alyssa aren't doing too well. He's like, let me finish my game. (laughs) That's what he did last season. Pastor Cal was in a car last season. Yeah. I think it was Jose and Rachel, you know, and he like took it from the car. Like, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm just out here like, let's just shoot around a golf. (laughs) And they said, y'all need some emergency help. Like I can even drive to the office for this. Right. We we but, did get some feedback from one of our listeners, uh, Kelly. She said it's a little extreme for Dr. Viviana to call Chris and Alyssa's relationship suffering from bumps in the road, quote unquote. You mm-hmm. feel the show has completely abandoned the scientific matching and has gone full production matches for drama. Oh, like yeah, we said, I think specifically yeah. for this couple, they did. Yeah, especially well, like well, you can. Me. I was just gonna say you can tell once they move to Lifetime, like it was definitely. It feels like the fix is in. Yeah. You know, yeah. they they weren't doing this on what was it, FYI or DIY? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, <laughs> yeah, I think it was I think it was, was it DIY? <laughs> Something like that. It was on A and E and FYI. FYI, yeah. Yeah. Like it once they got to lifetime, that's when the couple started hanging out, which I think is also a detriment. I'm pretty sure I said this last time I was on. I think mm-hmm. it's a detriment to the process because you're just constantly comparing yourself to other couples. Which just puts already shuts you down and puts you in, at a deficit. Yeah. Um. And then you, they expanded it to five couples, so they could probably like, okay, we want we want at least one or two. If we get done, we can phase yeah. them out a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cover them up. Yeah, we want one or two actual matches, and the rest can kind of be for play play. Like (laughs) that's what I feel like Lifetime's doing. So I feel like they definitely are moving away from. Uh, Speaking of Lifetime, speaking of Lifetime, when I get the after party and my DVR starts a few minutes early. I gotta Ooh. watch as adults adopting adults. Oh my <laughs> gosh. This Can like we talk a trip. about that? Can this we talk like about tr- that? Have you watched any of it? No, I haven't. I just watched these previews like Jason right. saying, and I'm like, I could have sworn I've heard like stuff like that is kind of like um like adult adopting and stuff can like lend to like trafficking and stuff like that. So is I'm it, like that's the vibe I'm getting from that yes. one guy on the preview. Yes. I, I, I might have to pitch to Rob adult adopting. <laughs> I haven't even watched a single episode, but I'm riveted on the previews I'm seeing. <laughs> one girl uh, told her real mom that she's being adopted by him these other two people and her real mom just lost her just was crying and she's like i'm doing it because i want my kids to have grandparents and the mom is like well what am i like, <laughs> the, wife the one guy is like he brought his lady in and i didn't even agree to it oh, adopted a whole person like, oh, no. 
<laughs> and it was a guy like talking on social media, like, hey, I just adopted uh, an adult. Here is, uh, I think her name is Ileana or something. Yeah, right. Like, he was like, it's so creepy. Yeah, so I saw it's, that part. Made my skin crawl. I was like, <laughs> what's happening? Mm. Oh, that's funny. Oof. I mean, so it doesn't really need to be said. We all agree, ones down the board, right? Oh yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, do y'all do y'all think that next episode is it? For it them? better be. I hope so, because I can't. It's, I don't. What else can they do? They we can we suck this? We suck this rock dry. Let's just move on. Oh, out of context, either. right? <laughs> I'm doing your job for you. Out of context, I'm marketing. Right. Shout out I to haven't said anything inappropriate, but I'm marketing everybody else's. <laughs> So there we go. That was our episode. That was the Chris and Alyssa show. Yeah. 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 Any other thoughts about these these couples? Um, so, this, this, oh, sorry, Jason. Uh, um, well, this has been a season. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry. You go. Again, I'm still amazed that we are six episodes in and we're just coming off the honeymoons. Um, yes. This season, I, I'm wondering if all this drama is going to peak now, if we're going to get drama later, or if we're just going to get some some love stories, which I would love for that. Uh, but I'm I'm in. I'm in here. Hook, line, and sinker. If I can sit through Atlanta season, I can sit through this one. <laughs> so I'm excited. So I'm wondering, like, how y'all feel? Like, because I feel like in the maths, like, conversation online, it's like everyone's upset because of the Chris and Lissa stuff. Like, this isn't something that needs to be on the show like get them off the show show get them off the show how do y'all feel like i feel like if we got a bunch of steve and noise right. it would be mm. boring mm-hmm. yeah but i feel like to get the entertainment we need some mess i mean i think it's appropriate right now like this everything right. that we've done so far we do need this is all of the explanation as to why like what happened they were chosen so now we're seeing that flesh out but after this, I don't. Maybe one more episode. Two is stretching it. Other than yeah. that, after that, then we don't need it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, we. I guess. Yeah, it's like we've we've talked about it a lot. Like Alyssa is the villain. She is. <laughs> I mean, it's hard too to think back of like, is she the worst of the worst? We did get a question from Gabby saying, "Who's worse, Chris from Chris and Page, Alyssa?" Or who was the other option? Johnny. Ooh. Mm. Boy, that's a murderous row. <laughs> oh boy. So Alyssa, I feel like she's she's very villainy, but I feel like she's not being uh, deceitful. Like she's not being I don't want I don't know what's the word. I feel like it's Johnny it. and and Chris were very like directed in their hatred. They were directly mm-hmm. hate, hateful. Johnny said a lot of inappropriate things to Bao, which mm-hmm. is unforgivable. I feel like this is just a brat, right? Mm. But it feels like Johnny and Chris are toxic. Like, True. Mm. Okay, I see that point. I, when I saw that, I said, hands down, Alyssa. I did too. <laughs> but, the, but I mean, I can see where you got for, with the actions going on, especially to the producers. Mm-hmm. We see that, but she's not doing this to Chris. Yeah, it's very Chris underhanded. Trying so hard behind not the back. to. Yeah, right. Johnny yeah. was very hurtful to Bow directly. True. Said a lot of hurtful things to Bow, like almost on an episode, every episode basis. That right. is true. And Chris was just so slimy. Something else. Super, yeah, yeah. He was stringing her along. It was just like 
He, yeah, it was very targeted because she was hopeful mm-hmm. in this situation. Chris, yeah. uh, there's no reason Chris should be hopeful. Right. And she's yeah. like really stringing him along. She's yeah. like, you can, like, she's saying it without saying it. She's like, yeah. dude, like, realize I'm right. not trying to get through to you without actually saying it. Right. Alyssa just wants Chris to leave her alone. Alyssa just wants Chris to like act like they're all good and stop mm-hmm. asking her tough questions. Yeah, like, true. Let's just yeah. get through the eight weeks and be done. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. the, her refusing to move into the apartment kind of uh, goes against that, but mm-hmm. it feels like she's she's she has feels like she's been done wrong, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to get through it. Johnny and Chris were just directly mean to their partners. Yeah, I think I would go I would go with Johnny still the worst because yeah, uh Jason rightfully pointed out that the things that he said to Bow were just felt so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Well, that is it for this episode. I do want to call out uh, a change that I mentioned last week. Um so our feed, if you have subscribed to the Married at First Sight feed, you may have noticed um a different uh, coding on it. It is now mm-hmm. the Love at First Sight feed, which will be hosting the Married at First Sight wrap up and the Love is Blind wrap up. So, Love is Blind season two is premiering February 11th. We already have the um, everything you need to know that, um, which uh, consisted of me, Mary Kwiatkowski, and Rob Sesternino. We talked Wait, about. Asia, hold on a second. So, hold on. Let me see. Look. You're doing another podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Without me? Just slipping it real quick. I don't want to remind you that you are podcast married, okay? <laughs> married. <laughs> you are podcast married. <laughs> this ain't just some other partnership. This is a podcast partnership. <laughs> Okay, Olajuwon. Um, yes, Mary and I will be co-hosting this Love is Blind wrap up and it will be on this feed. So if you notice Love is Blind and you're curious, definitely check it out. Um, so for now, the everything you need to know is on there. To t- we talked about season one and just everything that you want to know about the show. Mari, you watch Love is Blind as well. Yes, so. I am so excited. Oh, you do? So You've you never know, mentioned this. Oh, you didn't even ask, you didn't even ask me. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. <laughs> you know, all right. Wow. It's like that. Uh, but yes, uh, the uh, everything you need to know was fun. I listened to it. It was very fun. Yeah. I, nice. I, I, I listened to it through tears. Um, <laughs> Mary is a great podcaster as well. So I think you and you and Mary Asia will, will take this and really do well with yes. it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So if y'all have not subscribed, you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash first site feed. I was typing it in, making sure that's that's actually where it works. Yeah. (laughs) Robhasawebsite.com slash first site feed. And that's where you can get all your married at first sight and love is blind content. Thank you so much, Mari, for joining us. Always such a pleasure. Fantastic. Of course. Thank you guys for having me on. Love podcasting with the both of you, of course. Yeah, this Um, is the first time the three of us uh, have been in in this configuration, I think, right? Yeah, right. Just the three of us. Yeah, because you're on the wrestling wrestling wrap up with you you and Matt. Yeah. Yeah, Just the three of us. I think this is the first time. Exactly. And that is that is where you can find me every week. Me and Matt Scott are going over the highlights of the week in wrestling. So uh, we have a fun episode coming up this week and we got a lot of great guests lined up down the stretch. Um, 
you can also work. I don't know if you guys are participating, but the 12 for 12, RHAP 12 for 12, me and Matt will be hosting one of the, the live hours. What time? Uh, 1 p.m. So okay. basically right after we're done <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcasting uh, for Wrestling Wrap Up, we're going to take over. So come join us on the RHAP Grams um, Instagram and ask us all the questions if you want to i was on pod friends with matt scott about three weeks ago so if you have any lingering questions from that you can drop those in the chat of course we'll be talking wrestling and then just me and matt just you know talking because we're we're really good at that um <laughs> yes your pod friends episode was fantastic if anybody hasn't listened to it go listen to thank it you either. so much and yeah. so was asia so was asia <laughs> I definitely had to say oh your taryn show interview should i say yes. i'm sorry um but yeah and if if you want to know, I'll be doing some BB twenty um, BB twenty three. Jesus, I celebrity <laughs> celebrity Big Brother coverage. Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two like the number two, and you you know, everything I do, I put up there. So thank nice. you guys for having me. I'm so, I love coming on uh, the Mass Podcast. I tell you that every time, but it's so yeah, fun. It's such a pleasure, Jason. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you? I am on Twitter at J-A-Y-R-1-0-8-5. Uh, you got any questions? You got any insights on things happening? Hit me up. I'd love to interact with all of you. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find me. Yes. I, I'm just so glad to have the hashtag Nerdle Gang together. Um But yeah, everybody, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia. So A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. Like I said, Love is Blind coverage coming soon. The uh, We are going to be covering the first batch of episodes. So that should be uh, coming in this feed um, either on Sunday or Monday. So we'll see. Um, and then uh, I was also on the Celebrity Big Brother Roundtable for the Stock Watch this week. So if you're watching Big Brother, um, I joined Taryn and Melissa. Um, and then I was also on the, I was over on Post Show Recaps to talk about this week's Euphoria episode. It was such a good episode. So if you watch Euphoria, definitely go check that out over on Post Show Recaps. Um, and then, of course, I'll be here every week with Jason talking about Married at First Sight. So please go leave five star ratings, subscribe to our feed, and we will see y'all next week. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.